You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. All right, welcome to the Hello Sport Podcast, home of unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. Christmas Eve special, and by Christmas Eve, I mean the same week as Christmas. Uh, we don't stop. That's right. You heard it. We don't stop. Won't stop. Can't stop. Can't stop. Back for another week, Eddie. Obviously, there's a bit to talk about in the world of sport, predominantly cricket, bit of biffs, bit of this, bit of that. Um, but tidbits. tidbits as well. How are you, mate? I'm good, mate. I'm good. Just that holiday season, feeling a little bit sluggish. Mm. Um, but obviously, I've just had a brainstorm, so, so I feel you're doing pretty good. I mean, now uh, is it, is there also a part of it because like you and I, Santa Claus ish ourselves, mm. in that we've bestowed quality quality gifts in the form of punters and dribbles hats to the masses and basically there's like 10 left yeah look there's not many left it's if it's not 10 it's it's only a couple more than that but sending them out by hand it was a torturous business well i mean you didn't do it yourself you had to obviously dictate to your elves uh but that in and of itself yeah but even on of itself because look i i expect a certain amount of quality in everything i do tom yep i set the bar super high Mm. obviously as evidenced by the podcast it's just it's just oozing quality Mm. and i expect that demand that of my elves and look sometimes this week i had to get the whip out and i had to get them into shape get them into line which is you know i mean that's a pretty taxing physically we'll torture elves if we have to well, it's the only way to get elves I, to do. I'm their not going to say I will. I have all week because yeah. <laughs> I'm getting fucking lippy, and they yeah. weren't getting them out, and they no. weren't getting it done. But we've got there in the end, largely. There's a couple more to go out. That's for the late adopters, the yeah. late stragglers amongst you. But there is still some left. Is it a Christmas miracle that there's still a couple left on Christmas Eve? Sure, Maybe if that's what you want to call it. That's what you want to call it. But look. D or Dave's got his hat there as well. He could probably tighten it, but it looks good. No, you look great. No, you do look good. It's got to kind of bend into shape. No, 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 no. no. I get you. Don't listen to me. You got to wear it. Don't listen to him, mate. You wear it your own way. That was an early attack before it even said anything. Yeah, look, that wasn't anything. Caught me off guard. I think Dior looks great. That's my. That's my. No, I'm with you. You know, that's my thoughts on the fucking matter. Yeah, it's hard not to look great in the hat. You know. Yeah, they are. It's impossible. Dave, let me stop you there. It's impossible. This is black cord, 300% Australian merino wool, stitched by the descendants of the Don himself. And 2021 membership. Look good. They look great, mate. No one one who has seen one has said, oh, fuck, don't know about that hat. And even dudes- Even Ella's mum was like, holy shit. Yeah. That's the hottest hat I've ever seen. I said, do you want one, Nick? She said, yeah. I said, it's yours. I thought you were going to say, sorry, here's the website. No, I couldn't. Not when no, I'm living at a no, house. No, you can't be doing that. And she was allowing them to be yeah, delivered yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, had that not been the case, she would have been in line like the rest of you. <laughs> Plus shipping. But she, she's gone the big lift for me no, this year, so has. I've gone the big lift for her. Now we're even. Now, yeah, now you're square. You've just now we're square. No, we're square. square. She knows that. Yeah, yeah. She knows Looking that. after you, Ella, and your huge fucking dog. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're square. And all the hats. <laughs> we're square. We're square. Shout out to the Dumbrells. Uh, for housing the hats. Uh, and shout out to Clary and the crew at North Bondo Motorino for helping us in the process of getting it all over the line. That's right. Um, Eddie, I am moving house at the moment. And mm. when I say it's been one of the great nightmares of my 31 years on this earth, that's an understatement. As moving usually is. No, but is this particular... This is, a particularly, this is a particularly bad experience. Now, I mean, upon 
talking to you all about it, you may be able to provide me some perspective and be like, hey, bruh, not that big of a deal. Suck it up. Grow up. Be a man. Be a father. You know, represent your family sort of stuff. But I don't think you will. I feel like people are going to be on board with me here. So moving to a new place uh, because basically our young family has grown out of our one-bedroom apartment in Bondi Beach, sadly. Mm. But we went and checked out this place. The show must go on. The show must go on. Place in Bellevue Hill, much bigger, nice joint, but it's sort of like a lot of trees and shit around it, so it's overgrown. Yep. It's owned, the whole apartment block's owned by one guy, so he doesn't have to do strata because yep. he doesn't fucking, he owns it all. Yes. You got some condensation on your nose there that's distracting me greatly. Uh, it's bloke. It's bloke. On the nose. <laughs> Bit of bloke on the plate. You know, everyone's had it. Bit of bloke strawn across your face. <laughs> I digress. Um, so he doesn't have to do strata. We went to do the inspection to cut like three weeks ago mm. just to check it out. We we're like, yeah, we like the place. The place was big. It was nice. But we we're like, the only way we'll move in is if you clean up the garden and do a fucking, what's it called when they like kill all the bugs and shit? Pest control? Yeah. Clean up the garden, pest control, and all the windows are covered in cobwebs. This motherfucker hasn't cleaned the outside of this house probably for years. I mean, like there are generations of spiders. They'd be like, you know, Oh, yeah, my great-great-granddad, Daddy Longlegs, fucking used to own this corner of the window. Yeah, yeah. He's still hanging there. He's, he's still dead. hanging there. Oh, he's dead. Yeah, no, he's dead. But he's but wrapped he's, up in his own web. Yeah, yeah, and he just sort of blows in the breeze outside of fucking Evie's soon-to-be-bedroom yeah. window. They're like, absolutely no worries. I was like, sweet. They gave it to us in writing. Like, condition of end of us signing the lease, da, 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 is this will be done. They're like, take, it, this, take this email as guarantee that it will be done. Mm. So we went in there to sign the lease today. And then as we're signing it, the lady goes, whose name I'm not going to name yet, and I'm not going to name the real estate agent yet, but I will, P's and D's, just, just be prepared. Look, have we, you know, got us free KO? Yes. Have we taken down JBL? There may be a time when I call you to take down a real estate agent in the Sydney region. I'm just saying it might happen. It's not off the table. It's not off the table. We're waiting to see how they, you know, what they come back with at the moment. But so as we're signing the lease... She goes, oh, uh, sorry, look, so they have cleaned the inside of the apartment. Uh, I fucking hope so, doll. Uh, but they just haven't got to the gardens or the... Uh, and they've done a pest control, but they just haven't done the gardens or the cobwebs. And I'm like, well, that was a condition of us coming in, though. Mm. No, she was like, I, no, I know. They'll be done early, Jen. And I'm like, without... I, okay, Tom, it's early in the morning. <laughs> You're signing the lease. Just, you know, let's just go and see how it is. Let's not get angry early. It's early in the day. You've got your daughter in front of you. Sweet, whatever. We sign the lease, we go to the place. It is Jurassic Park. It is overgrown. There is sludge and like decomposing leaves all down the steps up to our front. I'm like, how am I going to carry boxes down this thing without slipping and like breaking my arms? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The walls of this building, and if my sister is listening in New York, Bonnie, block your ears right now because she's an arachnophobe. It looks like there's frost over the outside walls. Fuck off. Wow. It looks like there's frost on the on the outside walls of the building. That makes me ill. Yeah, dude, like Spiderville. That's a big day, bro. Spiderville. And so we go and see it and we're like, is this bitch fucking serious? We go into the house. The house is nice. Like the house is great. We like the house in there. And the house was clean, so it should be. Uh, but the garden, there is a fallen tree in the front garden that was there when we had the inspection that hasn't been touched. 
So I've like fucking lost it once I've seen this joint. I was walking out of the garage and a spider drops down on a web in front of my face. I'm like, is this a horror movie that I'm moving into? Like, should I be taking this? Should we be moving in here? Like, this is kind of fucking, this doesn't seem right. Like, it's, it's like a haunted house. <laughs> so I've, I've tried. How did you not notice this shit when you looked at it? They said they were going to fumigate the joint, bro. They said they were going to get it all, get rid of it all. Yeah, yeah. Because right. I get like living in a jungle, you're going to have this shit, right? Like it's a little bit of a like leafy area. Yes. You're going to have this a lot stuff. of trees, but they haven't. There, as I said, generations of fucking spiders have lived here, right? Like you could genome sequence these things back to fucking early man. <laughs> I'm just saying, like they said they were going to wipe them out. Yeah. So I was like, they haven't. They haven't done it. So I've tr I'm trying to get in, co in contact. And the chick when we left was like, she would have known. Contact me if you need anything. Just, you know, anything when you get there, let me know. I'm trying to call this motherfucker off the hook and just nothing, nothing. Then I'm calling, I almost said the real estate agent. I called their front desk and I'm asking for this person. Oh, sorry, I'll just try and put you through. Nothing, nothing. Gives she would have known. Gives me her underling, puts her underling under the bus. So I got to get angry at her. And then finally, get uh, Steph sends her an email. Because the carport's covered in fucking spiderwebs as well. And I'm like, the it's actually unsafe for us to go in because we're walking over like loose mulch. It's like a fucking landslide could happen. Mm. So then they send over. She's like, I go, this has to be cleaned today. Otherwise, we can't move in. Like, you're not probably not going to be able to do the fucking spiderweb house, but like you should. But anyway, yeah. they send over some guy with just like a, a leaf blower and he just blows all of the leaves down to our entrance. He doesn't know what he's doing. And I'm like... <laughs> Hey, bro, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm just here to like to clean the leaves. I'm like, you got a bag or anything you to take these away? He's like, no, just like moving them. And I'm like, what, like just down to our entrance? Like, oh, yeah. I'm like, he's like, my boss just dropped me here, man. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm like, can you call your boss and like tell him to come and clean up this shit? Like, I'm being nice to him. This guy's just trying to be a fucker. Yeah, this guy's just a blower man. Just a blower man doing his blowing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the chick comes back to him and is like, the spider webs aren't going to stop you from moving into your house. And I'm like, but you said they were going to be gone mm. and they're not gone. Mm. So what are you doing? Mm. What are you doing? She gave us attitude and emails and shit. And now- Of course she did. She, like, and then I bumped into one of the neighbors who lives there and I'm like, yo, uh, so how is it living here? She's like, yeah, look, it's really nice. I'm just here with my two kids, single mom. She was like, uh, you know, I don't know who you deal with, but this chick that I'm dealing with is who we're both dealing with. And I'm like, yeah, this one. It's like, yeah, she doesn't really get back to you at all. And I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, well, Al, I'm a single mom and like my whole, my taps started getting clogged and my, my sink got clogged. And, you know, I was just trying to call for him to get help. And, and she said she was going to get on it right away. And then no one ever came. And then that tree that's in the front yard, that fell onto my house and I had to call the SAS to get it off. And then she said she was going to come get that away. But that's obviously, that's been sitting there for six weeks. I'm like, Right. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then so alarm bells ringing, dude, now, bro. Dude, I haven't even been, I, we haven't even fucking in there for four hours, and I'm like, what the fuck? And then she's like, yeah, there is a bit of a spider infestation. I'm like, what? I'm like, what are you okay? Like, like in the house? No, she was like, they don't really come in the house, but they're all over it, as you can see by the frost so on the. So, but what you have to go keep your windows closed? Well, if they fucking cleaned the place, Eddie, I don't think it'd be too much of a problem. But they don't clean the place. She's like, a gardener comes once every six months and every time he says I could spend four days on this place. And then as I'm arriving, so I've blown up at him being like, this is fucking ridiculous. Then they're like, I'm like, this should have been done already. We've had three weeks since you said we were able to move in. Mm. And then only when I was there, does a guy come up and he starts like, I see him no walk, notice him walking around the building. I'm like, hey bro, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm just coming to get a quote on the windows. I'm like, to, to clean them. I'm like, so this hadn't even been looked into. You just... 
completely ignored it. Yeah. You just completely ignored it. Like, fuck these people. Fuck them. Who gives a shit? They'll move in. They'll pay rent. And they just suck my dick. And I'm like... They haven't even fucking done it yet. And I'm just like, dude, I am blood boiling. Like, I am a hot kettle. <laughs> I am a fucking hot kettle. And right now, I am also asking any punters and dribblers who are real estate agents, either rental or otherwise, probably rental, because that's the game I'm in right now. Podcast growing, but not yet. Not that much. Let's, let's calm down. But rental-based dribblers and any legal eagles, Izzy Carey, obviously I'll be sliding into your DMs, bruh. But what are my options here? What do I do? Do I want to live in a spider home? No. no. My sister's never going to come over. Arachnophobe bonds. No. Say goodbye to ever seeing her again. Look, I'm in doubt now as well. Well, exactly. I'm in doubt. Yeah. I've got to be honest with you. I'm in doubt. Yeah. I'm a big... Spider-Man. In doubt guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not a fan of spiders myself. No. Who is? I mean, some some sick fucks probably are. Yeah. People that end up, you know, killing people, but... Yeah, yeah. Murderers. Murderers and shit. Psychos. So, yeah, serial killers, yeah. they're into them. But, like, generally speaking, you know, the common man... The common man and not woman. Not a big spider guy. No. So, I don't know what to do exactly, but I am at... Yeah, but you, you think hand. about getting on the broom... Going DIY. What I am gonna like, do. When, when would you? When would it get to the point where you got to go DIY? I'll do DIY on like the paths and shit because I'm gonna slip down and break. The guy that came into the gurney again, blower man and gurney man. Did he gurney? After I ripped, was like, yeah. Can you get your boss to come and like? Yeah. So he brought a gurney. Honestly though, he's just moved mud around. Like nothing's but been off done. the path. Yeah, but like also not that much. Like it's a little bit better. I will say that to him. It's a little bit better, but the place is a fucking pigsty, and it's still, <laughs> it's still fucking not great. Like when you're preparing a house for someone to move in. Yeah. Like, bro. Like I've just, it's so dis. I've never felt more disrespected by like an individual. You couldn't care less. You couldn't give a fuck about me. She's like, oh, here you go. Suck my, suck my dick. Mm. I'm not going to answer your calls. Then I'm going to send you an email that's passive aggressive and rude as shit. And no, nah, sorry, respectable news a uh, real estate agent in the Sydney area who's going to be getting DMs from P's and D's. Yeah, yeah, get it, mate. She doesn't know what she's up against. I'm, I'm gonna not yet. P's and D's, hold your, hold your fingers. But because, it's coming. It might be, might be coming. Yeah, because basically my plan is, if they don't do it because they agreed to it as part of the lease, then I'm just going to pay for it mm. and not pay rent. Yep. I'm going to get it done. And she's like, oh, no, I'm not paying rent because I got this place fucking fumigated because you guys don't do your job. Yeah, yeah. Oh, does your landlord, does he does he want rent? We'll tell him he can suck your dick as well because that's all I've been doing. Could you argue that because, and again, I'm not a legal eagle, Tom, but could you argue that because the conditions of the lease have not been met that you aren't obligated to pay rent? Uh, yeah, you could argue that. Don't you reckon? Yeah. Like, I'm going to live here, but I'm going to pay rent because yeah. this hasn't been done. Yeah. So. That is that is probably very, uh, yes. Yes. I reckon you could argue that. Yeah. I, I'd, I'd give you a tip. I reckon you get away with it at the New South Wales Bonds Tribunal. That's fucking what I'm set thinking. Up. I've been there before and it's hardball. It's it's a man's game in there, bro. Yeah, you've, went, you've been it's in there tough. and done it. It's tough. You've got to look at them. You've got to look the real estate agent in the eye. You're sitting fucking two centimeters away from each other trying to hash out a deal. Yeah, I'm, the the, I'm, the yeah. secret sauce there is you just go, bruh, I'll come back here every fucking day until yeah. this is done. And they don't want to come back ever again. Yeah. So they'll just sign. They'll just do whatever you want. Um, all right. Do you want to kick off the cricket, Edward? Yep. 
So Panem's in Dream Blub. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 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 It's been what a, a sort of day. What a start. Panem's and Dribblers, obviously yesterday was one of the great days in modern cricket. Saturday. Was it Saturday? Yeah. Fuck me, dude. You are having this a This time of year. Yeah. Saturday was one of the great days in Australian cricket. Obviously, we went to bed on Friday night. A little uneasy, I think it's fair to say. Disappointed. A little uneasy. Yeah. I'm not going to say disappointed flat out. No, but a little with the batting. A little with the batting. Obviously chasing, you know, a lead of 60-odd. I can't even remember. The openers failed. We'll get to that. But you never know what the new day will bring, Tom. No, that's true. You never, never know. And sometimes the new day brings new life. New day bringeth new life. Yep. And... New life was found in the hottest boy in world cricket, Pat Cummins. And his country-dwelling drought-inducing, in a cricketing sense, offside up. Well, he was the main star. Let's yeah. call it. Let's call it spade a spade. He was the stud. Teammate. Teammate. Um, Rolling India for 36 runs. Yeah, 36 runs. I, I repeat. Did you see that? I repeat. 36 measly runs. Joe Burns outscored him. Joe Burns of terrible form fame. <laughs> um, did you see the stat, which was like lowest scores at Adelaide Oval ever, and it was like they were fifth or they were like other in the they were in the top ten for AFL. Fuck off. Yeah, yeah. They were like in the top five or ten for AFL. Wow, mate. They're only bested by like four or five South African teams. Lol. Yeah. And New Zealand. Yeah. Lol. Lol. Who got twenty six? Lol. Lol. Lol, lol, lol. This is a ten- this is a country of a billion human beings. Think about that. Let that marinate. A billion human beings. This is the best of a billion. Whose religion is cricket. That's what that's what they fucking get out of bed for. Yeah. Which is a great thing. I love it. Don't get me wrong. I think that's a terrific mindset to have and a terrific way to apply yourself to as, your as, life as and a to nation. a craft. Yeah. But to be rolled for 36 on a pitch that, yeah, it had hardened. I'm not going to say it wasn't hardening and that it wasn't, you know, offering a little bit for the bowlers. And, yeah, we put it on a sixpence. Yeah. And, yeah, we drew them into shots they didn't want to play. And, yeah, I mean, and yeah, the, we, the cherry blossom was moving. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was dancing yeah. a little bit. But it wasn't. It it certainly wasn't edge bastard under fucking cloud cover. It wasn't Tom. Saturday night fever vibes. It wasn't footloose dancing. No, no, it wasn't footloose. It wasn't fucking jail. What? Jailhouse rock. Jailhouse rock. <laughs> thank you. What well, certainly wasn't jailhouse rock, which is one of the great film clips all time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what we were. We weren't looking at that. No, we were looking at a couple of Indian boys who, when the couple of first wickets went, started shaking in their little booties. Yeah. And couldn't find a way out of their, you know, their literal hell, as yes. it were. It was a bed shit that was just unfolding before our very eyes. Now, Tom, who was not always the stats man, but brought a good one up while we were doing the stuff for KO. Shout out to KO Sports. You shout out to KO Sports, who have obviously brought us on for one of the great jobs all time in, in our life, Eddie. Watching uh, cricket, doing a two-minute cricket, summation, summation and drinking, you know, cold schooners. Cold blokes. Now... Tom pointed out to me that apparently it's the first time in Test match cricket history where all eleven batsmen didn't get over ten. No double digits, not over ten. Didn't crack double digits. Didn't crack double. Yeah, didn't crack ten or beyond. Yeah, that is 
outrageous. Again, you don't know what the new day is going to bring. Did I think it was going to bring historic bed shits? Bed shits? No, I didn't. No, I didn't. Joshy Hazelwood on a hat trick, got his 200th wicket. And Coley just, out for fuck all. Thanks for your summer, brah. Didn't mate, get a ton. Imagine well, how's Hazelwood going to bed that night? Going, I've got to get up tomorrow, and I'm going to rip for the nation. Like that's got to. I've got to do that. Mm. Only got one wicket in the first innings. Probably, you know, not, not, true, not good enough for me. Well, not good enough. Not true representation of what the draft can offer. Yeah, but to get five for eight off five overs, that's almost as good as I've ever heard. Yeah. Five for eight or five. Yeah, I mean that's that's fuck me dead. That's like uh, that's erectile dysfunction treatment. You know what I mean? Put that in pill form. Put that in a too in a, strong. Put that in a mint strip and put it on my tongue. Too strong. You'd be walking around with a bloody. You'd, you'd, have, to, you'd, well, you'd have to be hospitalized. Yeah, you know, you've you got a chubby for too long. You go to hospital. Yeah, they got to drain the blood out. Got to drain the blood out of that sea monster. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, that's the effect that the drought can have. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, obviously, when you're chasing 36, you just sort of roll your eyes and wait for the end. Well, you're chasing 90. We do. That's true. But, but yeah. because they got 36. Yeah, yeah. We're chasing 90. Joe Burns went out there with his little mate, Matty Wade, and they sort of tonked about. Uh, good to see Joe Burns back in some sort of form. I'm not prepared to go, okay, Joe of fucking was averaging seven in first-class cricket this year fame to, you know, you're not, you know, I haven't got an immediate reprieve, no. bro. This isn't like a waiver. This Dude, you don't get – a 50 under those conditions does not make this us isn't, any horny. This isn't a presidential pardon, bro. Not even close. Because you weren't under the pump. And until I see a batsman perform under the pump – I don't, I don't give a shit, quite frankly. No. And look, I know that- It was nice. It was nice to see. Yeah. I'm not saying it wasn't nice, but it's no presidential pardon. It's not, it's, we're not in pardon stuff. No. Couldn't. No. Wouldn't. Won't. Won't. It's not, it's not a responsible thing for you or I to do to, to hand out a presidential pardon to Won't a man it. who got a fucking a, a shaky 50 off the back of an absolute mauling of the Indians. Chasing, you know, three runs. It's just not going to happen. It was nice to see him get his 50 with a six, you know. Almost caught. Almost caught, but he got the job done. And it was and it was nice. Yeah. It was nice. But First now, innings batting was, was the concern, though, right? Yeah, Bowling, we don't, we don't... Of course we bowl well. Gazza Lyons, Starkey, the drought, mm. old blue eyes. Mm. They're a barbershop quartet. Getting 20 wickets, punters and dribblers, never, never a risk. No. We don't go into test matches anymore going, shit, how are we going to get 20 wickets? Fuck. Unless the MCG roll out a fucking awful pitch again, which, I mean, they're, you know, you can't trust the, the Melbourne We can't trust. Not, not at the moment. Not at the moment. I mean, they should be. They should have been banned for five years. We all know it. It's inside corruption, but they shouldn't have a test match. Look, if it wasn't for the fact that it's so intertwined with Boxing Day and, you know, things that make Look, me- we all know Sydney could do the double. We all know Sydney could do the double, so let's not talk shit any longer. Now, unless it's an absolute road, we're getting 20 wickets yeah. every test. Doesn't matter. Our batting can, from time to time, be a little bit of a hiccup. Yeah. yeah. But Dave Warner's back. Someone will go. Well, this is the question. This does, is, it's about, does Smoke and Joe's 50 get him a presidential pardon? You know what they're going to do? Matty Wade down, or does we drop Matty Wade and fucking Cam Green of I think, James and the Giant, I Giant think, fame? I think Matthew Wade might be in trouble. Why? 
Because Australia is obsessed with all-rounders. Mm. Someone that can bowl 11 tidy overs and, you know... He's bowling 140 as well. Tying up an end and, and giving the big boys a bit of a breather. Mm. We fucking love that shit. Yeah. He looked all right with the bat. What did he get? He didn't look any worse than the Matt Wade. What did he get? I can't remember. He got like 11. I mean, he got like 11. Uh, first innings, he got 11. There you mm. go. Didn't bat second innings. So whatever. But the thing is, it's like, you know what? Joe Burns will stay, 100%. Yes. I mean, JL picking him after he scored fucking eight runs in bloody eight innings in first-class cricket. Yeah, like, surely you're not getting dropped after a 50. You're not getting dropped after a 50. There is no way in the world. And I think Matty Wade might be the unfortunate bloody... Might be the bearer of bad news. Victim of his of his uh, you know of his own generosity. I'll open. I'll open. Okay, well that's cool because then we're gonna drop you. Mm. Mm. Probably said he should have said no to opening really, but then we wouldn't have had Cam Green. Baggy Green comes into the Baggy side. Green comes the big in. Redwood. Yeah. who gangles about. Yeah. I mean, he's not pretty to watch, no. but he gets the job done. He looks like a daddy long legs. He looks he like he should be on my fucking apartment building. How old is he? He doesn't look like he's been he knows his body very well. No, he hasn't grown into his body. Is he 21? He's young, isn't he? Cameron Green, yeah, is 21. You yeah. can tell. Yeah. A bloke who's like 30 who's, you know, had a couple more winters in the body knows how it works. Yeah. He's he, got fucking no, no, no. idea. Well, he's like I reckon a, he would have shot up bloody 6 months ago. Yeah, exactly. Was, how, how tall was he 6 months? He's probably 5'5". Five, five. Yeah. It's probably yeah. my height 6 months yeah, ago. Yeah, exactly. He was. He was he's, no taller than Dior and now he's big fucking gangly red Yeah, one. yeah. He's like a newborn giraffe. Yeah. Just learning to walk can bowl can bowl quick though. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see which way they go. I'm I don't really give a shit either way. I think that now with Coley going home and them getting robbed for thirty six, there's no way out of this out of this bag. Nah, you're stuck in this bag. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I mean, Pajara, the Great Wall of Pajara, looks like the 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 wall is crumbling. Couple of holes in the dike, I believe. Actually, I don't know if that makes sense. Is a dike a hole in a wall? I think a dike is the hole. Dike's actually... Uh... No. <laughs> <laughs> so is he now full of dikes as a wall? Can you just check that, Dave? Yeah. I'm pretty sure it is that because of the old, you know, the Amsterdam legend of the... They plug the dike with... That's a, are you like a finger yeah. in the dike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the dike the is same. the hole. Yeah. That's a saying. That's not a... That's not a... Yeah. I bet it is. Yeah. <laughs> It's a saying on Oxford Street, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, it is It is the hole. Yeah, it's the hole? Yeah. Yeah, so Pajara is full of dykes. It's um, spelled with an I. D-I-K-E. Well, that's how I was yeah. spelling it. Yeah. I wasn't spelling oh, yeah, it. Yeah, I wasn't spelling it either. I don't know how you would spell it the other way, to be honest. D-Y. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so Pajara full of dykes, and I just don't know whether that, you know, last time, almost dykeless last time he was out here. Now it looks like I'm seeing a lot. Well, can you catch dykes? I don't know if you catch them, but if you're a wall... It's like wall cancer. It's like concrete, concrete cancer. cancer. Yeah, yeah. So it's like termites. He's got termites. But it, well, he's got dykes. He's got dykes. But maybe is... they're termite-induced. Well, I, don't, I can't be sure. I haven't, I haven't run an eye over the wall. No. We'd have to go and have a look I'd at him. I'd have to go have a look at him yeah. and you know, run my hands yeah, over yeah, his body. Yeah. But he got a duck. You know what I mean? If you're a wall and you get a duck, that usually leans toward dykes. You're almost more dyke than wall. At this point. At this point. If you're getting a duck. If you're getting a duck. A dikey duck. Well, a zero pretty much is just a dike. It's a, it's just a hole. That's a huge that's point. that's what he is. We call him that a dike. Mm. If he gets one. Well, look, if he goes again, and if he, if he, if he gets another dike duck, then we'll have to rebrand him. Yeah. 
So that's you know, and he's, I'm so, not going to call it a threat, Pajara, because I'm not threatening you with it with anything. I'm just telling you how it is. Well, we're just saying how we see it. Uh, but so he's sort of their next. Well, he was like the the he was the biggest problem for us last time they were out here. Mm. Rahane, vice captain, I believe. Do your own research there, but I believe he will now ascend into the captaincy of the nation after running out his skipper. That was a bad shit. I don't know. Like I don't know if he's going to be allowed to captain after that. I thought he was missing. Well, we haven't seen him. That's true. We got to. If he comes back, mm. if we hear from him again, you assume he'd be captain. But maybe they send the dike up if if Rahane doesn't return. Look, I'd be I'd be pretty worried about Rahane. I don't think he's been sighted since. I don't think he's been sighted. Mm. Do I like, you know, make it that what you will? Yeah, he might be back. Like he might be fine. He might just be in the hotel. Mm. That's you true. Know, licking yeah, his yeah. wounds. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, he might just be in his. hotel. He might literally just be in the hotel room. We but he know. also might be, you know, Missing. bobbing around in the fucking bottom of the harbour. Yeah, or you know, Adelaide, where whatever they got. Was it? What's it? Bodies what is in the barrel. What's, what's that down there? Is that the Indian Ocean? Mm. I don't know. Probably not. I don't. It's the. Wouldn't be the Indian down the bottom. But what would I know? It's by the Great Australian Bight. Is it the? Co- it's it's just the Great Australian Bight, and then the, yeah. But what's kinda, the ocean? Well, there's the Tasman Sea on that side and the Indian on that side. Underneath, it just says the Great Australian Bight. It's where the Tasman and the Indian meet underneath the. So you could argue the Indian. You could argue. You the could Indian. make it. You could make the argument, argument that, that Rahane is in the Indian now, of equal importance to this entire situation. Shane Warne, obviously the greatest bowler of all time and a, and, a, and a jewel in the crown of Australian cricket. But he did wear a very offensive hat in commentary. And I think, I don't mind those hats, but he's wearing a suit with it. And clearly to me, Eddie, again, full respect to Shane, but he was either hiding a bad haircut or he his wig is gone and it was like... I don't think his plugs were ready. His plugs are like, maybe he's caught up in the China trade war. They weren't ready. Because all plugs come out of China. Everyone knows that. Anyone worth their salt knows that high quality club plugs, uh, plugs rather come out of China. Mm. China obviously now in a, in a trade war. I know, I know, well, I've heard whispers, Tom, that the plugs have been affected. Yeah. He seemingly hasn't been able to rectify that in time for the first test. And so he's just chucked and, on yeah, a... But Shane's a crafty bastard. Don't worry about that. It's mm. not, it's, Shane knows what he's doing. He goes, I'm going to put a silly hat on and people will talk about it so much that I can justify wearing it again by popular demand, yeah. in quotation marks, for the next two days. Mm. But it was actually people going like, what the fuck are you wearing? No, it wasn't popular demand for him to keep wearing it. No, no, it's it was unpopular. The hat on him in the suit during the cricket. Is he trying to start a thing? You know, like... I hope not. Peter Fitzsimons wears a bandana. Uh, that Glen A. Baker would always wear a hat. Harry's practice or whatever, the, the vet, he'd wear a hat. The Edge, the guitarist from U2, always wore a beanie. Nelly always wore the, the band-aid. The band well, across of an, the Angus face. Young also kind of had that hat. And Angus Brian, Young. Um, Brian Johnson, the new singer as well. Also. Yeah. Always wearing hats. Look. Slash. People, slash. People, when they get to a certain age, i.e. Warney's age now, tend to fall into gimmicky little ways to, you know, reinvigorate their lives. Now, I'm not saying that's what we're seeing with Warney. I'm saying that there's evidence everywhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Simon's in his red bandana comes to mind. Yes. Probably around the same age he started wearing it, right? And hasn't taken it off. Hasn't taken the bandana off. If Warney starts to wear that full time... That's going to be a problem. It's going to be a big problem 
for the nation. Yeah, it's going to be hard for the nation to sort of reconcile that. Because we were talking about this the other day. Look, Warney's commentary on the whole, I think, has been... It's been different. And if you are like someone like Dior, for example, who is fucking young as shit and never watched Warney play, like... And doesn't even really know who he is until we told him. Never saw him. him play? No, I did see him play. Oh, okay. I still remember him taking his 700th wicket. Yeah, when you were like three. Yeah, right, in, yeah. in crash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, the new TikTok generation, they're probably like, who the fuck is this guy? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he's... in the same way that, and I've got no beef with any of these people, like, I didn't watch Ian Chappell play, I didn't watch Alan Border play. Yeah. You know, like I have. You just got to take them, like when they when flashes early, up on the screen yeah. what they've done. Yeah, I'm like, like oh. okay, cool. Like I have early memories of Tubby playing, right? But I was still like nine, ten. You know, like I wasn't. They're not crystallized. I don't remember a lot from those days apart from Nintendo 64 and like mm. having crushes on girls and riding a bike. Zuper dupers. Zuper dupers. You know what I mean? It's hundreds and thousands. Yeah. Yeah. Fairy, fairy, bread. fairy bread. Lolly bags at birthday yeah. parties. Yeah. Like, that's the sort of shit that a 10 year old me remembers mm. and having Manly break my heart in 97. Uh, but, like, other than that, I don't remember individual batting performances. So, of course, Dior, yeah, I remember his 700th. It's like, yeah, only because you've had the memory implanted in your brain because you've watched it fucking. For, by, via highlights. Via highlights because you were in Crash. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, that Warney's commentary, though, has just gotten a little bit more, like, uh, loose. He doesn't talk about cricket as much. No. And he's one of the great analysts All on the time. planet. All time. When like, he... he's a fucking freak. Like, think about Joey Johns, right? He's just, more or less, if he's doing a game of footy, he doesn't talk that much. He just does the analysis and, and shuts up. Whereas Warney now, he's, he's talking about his house that won't sell endlessly. Well, I mean, if you've got a mural of, like, a topless <coughs> Angelina Jolie standing next to Michael Clark in a singlet... Mm. In like your fucking, you know, your rumpus room. That yeah, maybe maybe it's not going to sell, you know. In fucking Paran. In yeah, yeah. And you've got a nightclub and shit mm. and, you know, a disco ball and smoke. Yeah. What are they called? Smoke. Smoke machines. Smoke machines. All no. that's, well, that's the sort of shit that you don't really fucking need, right? And Warney <laughs> thinks you do and he's added a zero on because he's like, well, you know. It's got a stripper pole in the living room. It's got a stripper pole in the living room. So obviously I'm obviously. adding a zero. <laughs> Not really getting it. But no. then, you know, f- for the, a full day of the test, he won't shut up about his house not selling. Yeah. Who wants to buy his house? It's like, bruh, back to cricket. Yeah, bruh. this isn't... This isn't or or his, uh, his nephew who's got a uh, a new song on Spotify. I think he was talking about them one of the one days. And he's like, oh, it's apparently it's got like 50,000 plays on Spotify. I'm like, what the fuck are we talking about here? What are we talking about, Shane? I love you so much. What are you talking about? What are we talking about? You've lost me. I don't know what you're talking about. And I don't like hearing people talk, speak ill of the king, right? But I'm like, I need cricket analysts. When you analyze the game, Shane, I want to just sit there. I want to get a towel. I want to get a chair, put it in the shower, and go sit there in the shower nude, and then have a laptop outside the shower, and I just watch you analyze the game of cricket. Now, all we're saying is that, coupled with the fact that he may new have a permanent, he may now have a permanent look. You know, big, girthy, seven hundred wickets. You know, pies, tomato sauce, 50,000 schooners rooting for fucking the nation, Shane, is now sort of in the rear vision. Maybe it's just one of those things where it's like, you know, we're longing for the past. And that's, and you know, maybe it's like he's well within his rights Which to Which is fair. Like, I am the king of nostalgia. Mm. You could you could give me that title for sure. Yeah. I love it. I, I yearn for yesteryear. Yeah. Sure. Sure. 
Um, do do you know? And like, what strike me down for wanting old Shane to come back and start bowling more overs and rooting more women? Like, yeah. you know, it's shame just, on it's me. It's almost like it's almost like. And look, I'm just going to take a wrestling bent here, but like, as always. Well, sometimes you have to, right? But when like a wrestler changes character, and you're like, well, what? Why would you? We're on such a good thing here. I don't understand why you. would like when you're mankind, right? And then you become dude love. And I'm like, what the fuck are we doing? You're now a hippie tie-dye. You were mankind. You stuck socks down people's mouths. A la take wickets for the nation. Yes. And now you don't stick socks down people's mouths, take wickets for the nation. You now wear fucking stupid hats, dress in hippie clothing, you know? Yeah, I'm getting it. We, we yearn for things of the past. And I, I don't know what's happened here with Shane. Maybe he's just, maybe this is a, a change of character. But, you know, I want to go back to the time when Shane was fat and taking wickets. And <laughs> so do I. Sex. So do I. And you know what, punters and dribblers? I think you do too. I think you, I think you do too. I think you do too. But again, love Shane Warne. Love Shane. This is, a love, this is a love letter to Shane Warne. This is a love letter signed by us. On behalf of the P's and D's. Um... I don't know if there's anything else in cricket, though. I feel like we covered all of the, the, the big topics there. We did. Look, I, I obviously, we head to Boxing Day, Melbourne. Hopefully, they've got their shit together after a couple of lean years. I'm looking forward to it, mm. as always. We'll be back on the couch together, Tom and I. Probably, look, again, this, this spider thing's thrown me. Trust me, dude. It's fine, but... Not the way you made out, bro. Yeah, but I'm telling you, it's all good. I don't know. I just like that I've uncovered you as some like closeted arachnophobe. Again, who's not? I find like there shouldn't be a term for scared of spiders. Because again, who isn't? Like I can, you know. I can get rid of them if they're in the house, but like, you know. I'll get rid of them if I have to. If that's my, if I'm called upon by. Well, that's the problem, dude. I'm the man of the house. So I have to. Yeah, you are. I don't have anyone. I don't have a dad. I'm not living with my dad anymore. Dad used to get the spiders. Now I'm dad. Do you think that... Dad didn't kill him. I'll be killing him. He didn't kill him? Dad used to catch huntsmen's... We live down in Barrel, so like I guess... I'd, I'm I'll kill based on size. I'll kill based on... Like, yeah, but like if they're small, you got to kill them because I'm not going to catch a little tiny spider and let it go. It's like... That's what that. I mean. But then sort of the medium ones, I might not... And then the large ones, I'm like... Again, depending on... If they're day. big, I'm probably more likely to kill them. But I'm now more... I'm almost more of a coward, right? Like... I probably maybe would kill up close if they're smaller, but now if they're big, it's just like oh, here's some more teens. Have for you got you, a bro. thong? You got a thong in the house? Yeah, thongs are a great you need spider a killer. You need you need a thong just just laying about. Yeah, because of that. You almost need one in every room at my place. They can't. They can't. You can't. You can't out maneuver a. No, the whip effect. Well, the thong, a thong, Too quick. a thong being whipped. I think actually Too is quick. the quickest thing in the history of human mankind. Well, it's the quickest thing that we've. It's the quickest man-made object. Yeah, the it's like it's like the it's like the um, that large hydron collider. Yeah, than the whipping. Oh, I thought they thong. used thongs to whip the fucking particles, particles around into it. Yeah, they do. They, I thought yeah, that was it. They just absolutely. got a bunch of thongs. But there. what I'm saying is, eventually they out. They get they quicker, get than, quicker the than the thongs, yeah. and you move the thongs out of the way, yeah. so then they can really <laughs> yeah, get yeah, up yeah, speed. That's exactly right. But up until that point, the thongs are getting the, going. the particles are whipped. <laughs> By thongs. We are back here. We are record. Have you hit record? Yeah. yeah. Uh, 
Do you celebrate Christmas, Dave, as a Jewish man? Well, not like in any religious sense. I mean, no, our, no. Like our family comes together, we have a lunch, we do a secret Santa as well, right. so everyone gets little gifts, but not really. Do you do like, Hanukkah? Um, I think my mum lit the candle on the first few nights. Um, but it stopped, and, and then we said, the "Do you what? You light it then, every night." Well, so it's like a big thing with like eight candles, yeah. and you light one every night, and then by oh. the end, you're lighting eight. So we, I think we got through like three or four nights. So you light, do you blow it out at the end of the night or does it burn out? No, 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 it just burns out. It's just okay, like right, a, right, it's right. Not a huge and then you candle. put more in and yeah. then burn them all out and then eventually you've got eight burning. Yeah, that's right. And what does that signify? Well, it's because uh, when like they, when I think it was the Romans or someone destroyed the Jewish temple, uh, they, they were like scrounging around to see what was left. And so they used to light this thing that had seven, one for each day of the week. And they only found enough oil to light it for one day. But then the story goes that the oil lasted for eight days and it was a miracle. And it didn't matter that all of their shit was burnt because the candle was on the fire. The candle was going. Yeah. Okay. I like so there that. You the, you know, there you go. There you go. And then yeah. you have eight days of Christmas. Is that something or is that just like a fucking... I thought there were 12 days of Christmas. Well, I thought it was like a Jewish thing where it's like eight days of Christmas. Well, there's eight days of Hanukkah. Hanukkah. But it's not Christmas. For the candle. But it's, so. Yeah. But so. you don't get presents, so it's not as good. Oh, okay. There's no yeah. presents. There's no presents. Well, I mean, some... Like, when I was at school, like, the richer families were like, oh, yeah, like, what did you get for Hanukkah presents? And I'm like, oh... We lit the candles. Like, we didn't get presents every day of the fucking holiday. Yeah, so do you yeah. have some, like, mega rich kids who are just, like, getting a Beamer one day and then a fucking... Well, I don't know if it was a Beamer Rolls one Royce day and the then next. a Rolls Royce the next, but when we were younger, it was just something to keep them pleased so they wouldn't go, oh, why don't I get Christmas presents? And the parents yeah, like, here right. you go, here's your silver here's a, spoon. Here's a Rolex. Yeah. I liked the way he said Hanukkah as well, because he had a Hanukkah. Hanukkah. Yeah. Really got to go for the... That was authentic. <laughs> I was like, Hanukkah. Hanukkah. Well, that's Hanukkah. Yeah. That's how I say it. Yeah, that's how you say it. Uh, Biff said he, Biff's last week, we had Tim, Timmy Zoo of the plumber mauler fame. Mm. He mauled another plumber. Mm. As we said, the road to greatness paved with plumbers. Yep. And, and another, part, another, another plumber, plumber in the path. In the path, paved into the road. Yes. Uh, first round knockout. Yep. When he knocked out the plumber... He then said to, like, in his post-fight interview in Russian, I think, to his dad, like, was that better, mate? Because I think his dad was like, oi, Brock, you start knocking people out like you fought Jeff Horn. I don't think, like, a dickhead thing, but, like, cost you a... I got the vibe that it was, like, a cheeky thing. Like, oh, is that one good enough for your dad? Yeah, I get it. I get it. It'd be hard having Kostya Zoo as your dad and then you're not knocking people out. Well, especially if they're a plumber. You had to knock out a plumber. You had to knock out a plumber. Yeah. Had to. If Otherwise, you don't knock out a plumber, then, you know. Everyone's like, what the fuck? What are you doing? This what guy, are you doing, bro? This guy was just fixing the pipes for the Bank West before he came out to the ring. That's exactly right. Otherwise, it's to be like, come on, mate. Get yourself together. But he's done it. He's knocked out a plumber. But that wasn't really the fight of the night, was no, it? No, it wasn't. The fight of the night was Mark Hunt versus Paul Gallon. Now, Paul Gal Gallon. Was I dribbling saying that... The walk-off king. The walk-off king, you know, had fought... Because he'd fought for so many years, it's like riding a bike and when he gets in there with Gallon, he was going to flog him. Yeah, I was. Yeah, we were. But you know what, Eddie? Fucking stop you before you do anything you'll regret. Like, admit you were wrong. We weren't wrong. Hunt had him fucking wobbled in the second round. Mm. Cracked him. And then, for some reason, didn't go on with it. He could have... It looked like he could have put him away, but he didn't. That wasn't that wasn't what happened. Gal won. Gal is tough as fuck. Like that was 
the mo- the biggest takeaway everyone was saying, obviously Gal won and that was good, but everyone was like, holy shit, dude, Paul Gallon is one tough mamma jamma. He's he, a fucking hard bastard. Dude, he he got he got cracked with some serious Mark Hunt hammers. Like yeah. he got hit. And yeah, he wobbled, but he still didn't drop, dude. Like walk off king would walk off. And yeah. he, he landed some serious shots on Walk Gallant. off Kong was he was licking to walk off. Looking to yeah. walk off. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. But Gallon, mate, forged in the in the fires of origin football yeah. time. And rugby league. They made And lead in his state. Yeah. And lead in his state. Lead in his club. It toughens you, mate. Yeah, it does. Gives you another coat of, of lacquer. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, 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 and that's yeah. what you saw. That's what you saw. A bloke coated in lacquer. Yeah. From season after season after season of tough rugby league football. And still had the engine on. Like, he was still going. It was a fuck. It was a good fight. He's in good nick, mm. all things considered. Yeah. I think he works his little dick off. I think he does. Or his big piece off. Yeah, whichever we way know. you want to look at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he it's works, one or the other. It, well, he works it off, though. He works it off, though. Yeah. He works it into a state. Yeah. Now, a lot of people saying now that Paul Gallen should be taken on... Justice Honey. ...for the Australian Heavyweight Championship. So now this is what I wanted to say. So I, again, one-time radio producer fame, me. Uh, so, like, I've got a lot of... People got my number from, like, media managers and shit. Just yeah, but from, you're a cool guy. Well, you yeah, want to have your number. What I mean is... Is that what you meant? No, that's not what I mean. I mean, like, I'll get random messages from media managers from old teams who think I'm still fucking doing something or, like, people who are trying to promote a book or some shit and they think that I'm going to be able to get it, like, the person they're helping promote it on, the, on a radio show. I've got a lot of numbers, Eddie, of people that, like, I, w- I don't need, right, just from back in the day. But I got a message from Dean Longren, who's like a fucking boxing promoter. And again, he sent this out to obviously everyone in his contacts. So it doesn't say dear Tom. No, it doesn't. Dude, I get messages from Steve Menzies for his like accounting, for his like uh, mortgage broking that he obviously sends out to everyone. And it's like, hey, if you need help with mortgage broking, I'm like, what? What a weird message to wake up to. Anyway, I'm, you know, Steve Menzies, my mate. Uh, So this is what Dean Longren sent, uh, sent out to everyone the morning after the fight. One, if Paul Gallon wants to fight real fighters, he should stop wasting time with MMA fighters who can't box and step up to the Australian heavyweight boxing champ, Justice Honey. Great name. <laughs> but also, the state of Australian boxing is summed up in that fucking sentence that the heavyweight boxer of Australia is calling out Paul Gallon. Paul Gallon wants to be on the... Na- Two, Paul Gallon wants to be on the national stage participating in boxing. Justice Honey will give him a chance to see if he belongs in the world of boxing as a legitimate boxer. February 12 in Townsville. Note this one down, punters, dribblers. February 12 in Townsville on the Rugby League Rivals boxing card. Can you get that card up, Dave? Justice Honey looking for an opponent with an Austra- with the Australian heavyweight title on the line. Three, Justice Honey, the only Australian fighter in 120 years to turn professional and win the Australian heavyweight title. Another testament to Australian boxing. Justice Honey was an amateur, turned pro, won the heavyweight title in his first fight. Good good achievement, but just like, now he's fighting Gal, apparently. Uh, red hot metal prospect for Tokyo Games. He was at under 18. Yeah, no, 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 this is all some other shit. Okay, this, oh, look, I guess these Justice Honey stats are actually interesting. He was the under 18 world youth champ. He's a fucking weapon when you see Show him. He's huge. Get, get Justice up. Mm. Uh, 2019 elite world championship bronze medalist in Russia. Unbeaten as Justice couldn't fight for the gold medal due to sickness. Uh, current Australian heavyweight champion, two pro fights, two wins. And he's a heavyweight champion, two wins by stoppage. He's a weapon. But he is fighting plumbers, right? 
Justice Honey. Fucking hell, look at that name. Dude, I love the name. The name's fantastic. Future Heavyweight. H-U-N-I. Yeah. For those who were wondering yeah. how Honey was spelled. J-U-S-T-I-S-H-U-N-I. Yeah, they know how to spell Justin. Trained by his dad, Rocky. Rocky Honey. This does sound like a fighting family. Yeah. Can you maybe get, get his KO, get his heavyweight KO, or see if you can find that? What, the video? Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure he flattened Justice does look like a handful. I'm just a little bit concerned that... The state of Australian boxing dictates that the, the current champion needs to call out Gallon in order to fill the coffers. Yeah. Because that's what this is. This like, is a- I can't make money fighting anyone else. Well, plumbers don't bring money. Plumbers fix pipes. So he needs someone who can help fill the coffers, and that's Gal. But, I mean, I would like to see it, having said that. I'd love to see Gal fight for the heavyweight champion. Mate, look, give the promoter credit, mate. He's out there selling a fight that people want to see. Dino. Like, Dino gets it. Yeah. Dino knows how to, you know, fill the money bags, brah. Get the bag. He Get knows. the bag. Yeah, he's getting the bag. In he's Australian boxing, you've you got to secure the bag. you got to secure the bag. How do you secure the bag? Fight leagueies. It's pretty fucking simple. Yeah. Now, do we need headphones? This 21 years old, 6'3", no, 190 centimetres, 108 kilos. Oh, he moves quick. Does, does justice... Dude, he'd fucking eat us alive. Obviously. I don't know if Gal's up to that level. I just want to see him KO someone. Hey, Justice, just have your KOs on your highlight reel. I know that probably isn't the right thing to say to like a boxer. They're also fighting in singlets. Well, I think this was at like some national championship or something. Uh, There's not a lot yeah. of him on YouTube and very little that's in highlight form. He's giving like, it to that fucking bag. Yeah, he's boxing that it's bag. Like 30, 40 minute videos and Mate, stuff. Mate, he's giving it to that, that bag. That Madison like, Pro Punch is getting worked. Giving it to the bag like old Danny Exotic does on the weekends. Looks like, where is he? In a, oh, here we go. Ooh. Oh, that guy didn't like that one. Here we go. Look where he's fighting, oh. dude. Oh. Oh, dude, he can throw and throw it in the towel. Look where he's fighting. That's at the RSL. Yeah, that's at a. That's you can see, see how poorly the walls. lit it is. Yeah, poorly lit. You can see the you can see the walls. The crowd is like three plastic chairs deep. Holy shit! Is it worse to have the towel thrown in than get KO'd? Uh yeah. To a degree. Yeah, I think so. But it's almost like you can escape the fault because it's like, oh, I would have kept boxing but my trainer threw in the towel. Yeah, I, I agree there. But it's also like your trainer going, bros, you are getting pieced up. Anyway, can you get the, the boxing card up for the, the Townsville? Because yep, so, um, that's that's a thing of fucking beauty. This is basically a who's who. So this is what they want. Townsville, February 12th. They want Justice Honey still without a, an opponent. And they want to see. I would love for Gal to be on there, but we've got. I Th- think, mate. I think that's exactly who will be on there now. It should be. It should be. You got Thiday versus Willie Mason, Justin Hodges versus Sander Earl. Hodges, after getting flattened by Darcy Lussick, has opted for a back, which I think is smart. I think that's smart footy. Or Scotty boxing. Prince and Todd Carney. The, the, the I'm the, looking forward to that. That's a little playmaker throwdown. Yeah, that's good. Um, Matty Bowen and Craig Gower, Mango versus Craig. <laughs> 
Jesus Christ. Now, look, I know Craig could Craig, throw him, but- Isn't Craig Gower a bit of a psychopath? Well, I th- Craig was a bit of a loose unit back in the There's day. There's some wild stories There's about Craig. There's some wild yarns about Craig, especially at a charity golf day with Wayne Pierce's kids. I don't know if we want to go into it. Uh, one of them being Mitchell, a young, a pre-professional footballer That's Mitchell right. who was terrified, I believe. Uh, Junior Paulo and Neville Costigan. That's a nice one. And then Josh Papali versus TBA. Now, surely no, they're no, not no, going to no, want. No, 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 no. The mates. <laughs> this is where it gets weird. This is where it gets weird. Justice Honey is, is the co-main. Yeah. And Papali against Papali's no one. Papali's the main event against no one. Why is Papali the biggest name on that list? Am Sh- I missing something? Maybe because surely he's still a Gal player? versus Honey would be the biggest fight. But I guess I mean. Well, Papali's the only current player still in there. No, Junior Paulo. Oh, Junior Paulo, yeah. Sandoriel's retired. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, I, I don't know if Papali fighting. I mean, it's in Townsville. He's a Queenslander. Yeah, but they haven't even named who he's fighting. So yeah. how can I get wet about something I don't know nothing yeah. about? Yeah, that seems silly. All I'm saying is I said Justice Hurry, the, the current Australian heavyweight, heavyweight as the co-main. Yeah. Look, admittedly, he's fighting on a leaguey's card. But imagine if you get Gal. He's the only non-leaguey on there. Gal's the ultimate leaguey boxer, right? Right now. Because Hopawati's too old and into conspiracies. So surely Gal slides into this. He's got I some can't, I can't get over that. That the Australian heavyweight champion is co-main on a leaguey card. It's, but that's the, it's the nature of Australian boxing. That's what it is. That's just what it is. I know. I but get Justice it. Honey, though, I'm now like on the Justice Honey train. I'm on his. I'm on the train on name alone. 100. percent But his fans like. And the way it's spelt, I wasn't sure how it was spelt, but I like the way it's spelt. And I'm on him even more. But like you know, uh, Jeff Horn's got the Hornets. Are we like the Honey Pot? Yeah, we're the Honey Pot. We're the Honeys. We're the Honeys. honeys. We're Justice's Honeys. Yeah. Yeah. Or the Honey Bees. Go justice. Go, ju- go justice. Go. Bzzz. Knock I'll him out. I'll be your honey pump, big boy. Punch gal. <laughs> Jesus Christ. One of the more heartwarming things that I saw over the last few days, Edward, has been the PGA footage coming out of Tiger Woods and Charlie Woods, his young progeny. Hmm. Look, they were playing at the PNC. It was the father-son tournament. Cute. Wholesome content. Really, really wholesome. I think Justin Thomas and his old man, who I think's a golf pro at, at his uh, country club, they took out the, the, the gold medal. But that's not what anyone gave a shit about. No. Everyone cared about fucking young Charlie Woods, who is literally a chip off the old block. Yeah. The swing, very similar. He fist pumps. Yeah. He, he fist got pumps his, like dad. He fist pumps like dad. He got his first eagle and shit. Yeah. Like. He got he's, an eagle, bro. Yeah, he got like, an eagle. He's fucking eight years old. He got an eagle. How old is he? Is he eight, nine, he's 10, 11? I think. 11? I think he's 11. I mean, you Look know, at him, bro. Sitting there with like leaning on his putter and shit. I mean, throws to the to the sire. Is that what they say in horse racing? Is the sire the male horse? Look at this. Bang. Bang. Look at him. That's, that's Look at that. That's class. He also did a shot. There's one where he hits it. Bends down, picks up his tee, and turns around to, to Dad Tiger and goes, "Yeah, no, it was good." Yeah, before yeah. he'd even seen the yeah, ball yeah. land. You don't even need to. You don't even. You don't even and look do. at the divots he's taken out of the ground. I never do that unless I've fucked it completely. Look at that. Look at that. Almost goes in. Almost I, goes in. I've never done that. Right? Like, 
In terms of taking a chunk out of the ground intentionally. Mate, I'm pretty sure for his eagle, the second shot, he was out. He was 175 out and shaped a five iron in. No, a five wood. Shaped a five wood in to about fucking three feet. Is in off the off the fairway? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hitting drivers off the off the well, fairway. Woods. Woods, sorry. That is one of the great difficulties for me playing, and I and fuck it, it up and, all and the time. And dog legged around, which means he had to fully shape it around the corner. Unbelievable. I was I was watching it, losing my mind. Going, are they just showing? Like, is he spraying these when? Like, aside from the highlights, how's he playing? Yeah. That's what I'm saying, right? Is he spraying them all over the place? Or is he playing like this the whole fucking yeah, time? Yeah, they're just showing us Because from where shots. I'm sitting, I'm like, surely that's the best 11-year-old golfer on the planet. Like, who's better than that? Bang, Bang fist pump, fist baby. Pump. Thanks, Dad. Thanks, Dad. Thanks for the raid, brah. I, I tell you what, when when young Charlie Woods this, boost. reaches maturity, there will be questions about how much he is like his dad because cute as a button... Look at this. He, 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 almost, he always drives the green. As he reaches adulthood, Eddie. Yeah. There's no. There's no. You know. There's no saying what what this man could be, from a golfing perspective. Well, from a golfing perspective, but if, if he's a chip off the old block, look at this. Well, he could also. They didn't show enough highlights. No. I feel like what I'm so- seeing here, I'm like, this kid's dynamite. Yeah. Bang! That was his drive, his chip, his part. Another bird. Thanks, Bar. Look at him grabbing the hat like grabbing yeah, the thanks. hat like a thanks. young star. Look at this. This is the one I think where he's like he doesn't even look at it. Boosh. Sweet. Yeah, that's good. I'll pick up the tee. Doesn't even land. Turn around to dad. Be like, yeah, we're all good, bro. Thumbs up. Wow. Uh, look, it's hard to get a read on Tiger because he doesn't say a whole lot in the interviews around how much. Charlie has been coached by him or how much influence he's had. Obviously, he's had a lot of influence. but He's had a fuckload. Tiger, Tiger, makes, make out, Tiger makes out like he's only he's, he caught the the golfing bug in the last year. Before that, didn't play a whole heap. Now he plays all the time. But he was saying, yeah, look, his, his technique's sort of similar to mine, but he's like, but what is almost exactly the same is his feel, his way to imagine shots. Right. And like create shit out of nothing. He's like, he's very similar to his old boy. Sick. I think Sick. Tiger's I think Tiger's got this right. What, don't throw him into it early. Well, just I know. I'm just like I'm just it. saying, look, there's billions of sperm every day. There's a potential new one. I think yeah. he's got the timing just right. He's That's nailed what I'm it. Well, and as only Tiger can, you know, he <laughs> picks the right shot. <laughs> he picks the right shot. At the right time, and he's and found... This, yeah, he picked the right nut at the right time, yeah. and he's yeah. found an absolute winner in young Charlie. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I would have I would have liked some sort of feline name for the child. I yeah. get that it's not Tiger. Could call him Cub. Cub. Man, I like know. Cub. Tiger Cub. And then eventually he'll come out of the father's, you know, shadow, and yeah. there'll be some story, and you know he might struggle early, but then he'll end up winning and winning big, and yeah. now the Cubs, you know, is a tiger, he's a tiger or a lion or something, you know, maybe he's a different type. But obviously these are all things that we wait and see. We wait and see. We wait and see. But uh, yeah, good stock, young Charlie Woods. Obviously, dad and mum, uh, mum, an absolute dime piece. <laughs> Shout out to Elon Nordegren. Uh, for being a dime piece. For being a dime piece and for dealing with Tiger Woods. That would have been tough.
Um, and for being a, seemingly being a good sport about it. And being a great mum, Charlie looks like a good kid. Looks like he's been raised right. Raised in, right. In the face of fucking adversity. Like, well, look, they went 20 under. That's sickening. That's um, golf. That's golf. AFL? Yeah, run us through it. We'll see if there's anything there. All right, so... AFL, just... Dave, what happened? Yeah, so this Sydney Stack, who some people might remember from previously this season, breaking AFL protocol. He plays for Richmond. I miss um, this Stack bloke. We talked we about talked it, We talked about it here. Did we? He was, he's in the Gold Coast. They got in a kebab fight or something. Yeah, and he went to a strip club that night. It was a rugby league story that ended up in AFL somehow. Yeah. I do not remember it. What that <laughs> what that says about me is. I wonder man. whether you have CTE. Maybe. But you haven't really had many hits to the head, have you? No. Couple of big nights. Couple of big nights, yeah. B BTE? Maybe. Look, up to you. Up to you. Just saying I don't remember. Mm. Obviously, you didn't take me. No. Well, look, I mean, we do a lot of dribble and a lot of yarn. The fact you can't remember one specific story from a year's worth of it, I think you can be forgiven for, especially in AFL. Fill us in, Dave. Can you bloody just get us up to speed here? What did he do first? Kebab fight? So kebab fight first, that was earlier this season. He got a 10-week ban for that, which I think he's only served five weeks of. Um, And then, anyway, now, season's over. I think he's travelled from Melbourne or he's travelled from somewhere to Perth. Um, was meant to be isolating or quarantine, uh, quarantining, was seen out on the town, and then a video was released of him getting into a little blue. Um, oh, we got a video. Oh, there's yeah, yeah, there's Do we need video. audio? Um, I don't know if there is audio. It might just be cunts yelling and stuff. But Well, yeah, I don't well, mind hearing some counts. people yelling, yeah. That's fine. What are you talking about here, bros? That's fine. Let me just make sure the sound's coming through. You might have to put it up on the old fader as well, dog. Fade it in, bruh. Push it a bit higher. What a fucking idiot. Sydney's been a naughty boy. Yeah, but like a fucking idiot, right? Like, can you imagine how frustrated you'd be if you're like a club official being like, brother, what the fuck are you doing? What's he done? What's he done? You know what I mean? Get in the court. What's he done now? Oh, he's trying to bash someone out the front of a fucking another kebab shop. When he was meant to be quarantining. This guy needs to stay away from kebabs. He's obviously got, like, a real problem with kebabs. They get him going. They usually get people going in the right way. They usually sort of help you come down a little. Well, they, like, generally speaking, the kebab helps you come down. You're out at fucking Ivy to the way hours, for example. You're stumbling home around five, you hit a kebab. You, you, you're you worried about the fact you might throw up. You're like, you know what, I need to just eat something here. I need to eat something. Oh, shit, have I not eaten since breakfast? That's right. I went to lunch. I didn't eat anything, and now I'm. And now it's four in the morning. Yeah. I need a kebab. I need sustenance. Kebabs have been bringing people down, helping, saving lives, bringing them back to neutral, bringing them back to neutral since the dawn of time. Yep. It's it's where the kebab started out. Yeah. Bringing people back to neutral. Back in, uh, I believe it was uh, Sodomite. Is that a place, Dave? I believe it is. It was where so- the- Sodomitity. I- <laughs> 
Isn't a sodomite someone who sodomizes people? But that's from, I believe, well, it's do Latin. your own research. But no, I think it is derived from the town of Sodom or Sodomite. Again, you're going to have to search this right now, Dave, I, where mm. they got buck wild. So yeah, when okay. you sodomized someone, it was like you were... Obviously, I think that's how it became... You know, yeah. So Sodom and Gomorrah were two cities that were mentioned. So Sodom, Sodomite is someone from Sodom. Yeah, you go. Yeah, and sodomizing someone is, I believe, up the dirt. (laughs) That is correct, according to this Google definition. But it's like consensual, right? I'm not talking. Well, yeah, no, yeah. Just it's just about going in door number two. Yeah, a person who engages in giving or taking up the dirt is what it says here. Shout out to Jack Arshdell for getting me under dirt as a word for bum. (laughs) <laughs> Good on you, Jarch. Shout out to Jarch as well. One of the smaller heads in people we know, the hat still looks good on him. Mm. He was like, dude, let me just try your hat on. I just want to make sure that I don't know. He's like, yeah. yeah and he's buying one. one? He's already bought one. That's right. Yeah. Look, small head, no chin. Small head, no chin. Great guy, He though. actually doesn't have a chin. Is that why he has the beard? Yeah. Because the beard's quite well defined. But... Yeah, it's the beard. Well, he shapes yeah. it with scissors because yeah. yeah. he doesn't have a chin. It's just, it's he just, suffers it's just, from chinitis. It's just yeah. mouth under. I mean, Dude, it's, it's just mouth. Yeah, no, it's then, just like no, it's it's mouth and beard. He doesn't yeah. have a lower jaw. It's a condition. Like when he was born, they were like, wait, where's his lower jaw? And the doctor said, he doesn't have one. That's quite impressive then. So all his beard hair is just coming off the bottom of his lip then. Isn't Correct. It, it yeah. just sort of grows no, down skin. Yeah. There, oh, there's some skin. Oh, there's skin, skin there's, just no bo- was, there's just no bone just structure. No bone. Okay, yeah. I see. Yeah. Anyway, be that as it may. Sodom and Gomorrah. Yeah. Sydney Stacker. Sydney Stacker. Sydney Stacker, look, for some reason, fuels the need to sodomize people well, after he's out of kebab. Yeah, that's <laughs> a, is, that, is, that, is that how the story went? But we, got, we lost it. We got confused somewhere. I don't know, but I think best just to leave it there. We'll just leave you with that. That's AFL. <laughs> Uh, I've got no idea how we got into that or where an elf fit in. I was, I think I was saying that kebabs originated in Sodom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Where people used to get buck wild. And then he was like, isn't that just when you fuck someone at the arse? And I'm like, yes, but that's because they used to get buck wild in Sodom. <laughs> Do I know that to be true? No. Did I see it in year one with Michael Sarah and Jack Black and they just uh, went to the city yeah. of Sodom? Mm. That was an underrated movie. Mm. Shout out to Michael Sarah. He had a real hot streak, didn't he? He did. Mm. He had a hot streak. And then it was like, how many movies where you play an awkward guy can we put you in? Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen This Is The End? And him in Yes. That. He's funny in that. I don't remember like- it though, actually. To be honest, I've only seen it once. Yeah. But it was like the dream fucking movie for that era of like yeah. of movie comedies. Well, Michael Sarah plays. He's like the opposite character. Where is, is Michael Sarah now? Is he Are you going to snap those, Eddie? You look like you're about to break them. But right. Michael Sarah, I doing weird indie films. Like, has he now. done anything? Since? I, he'd be doing weird indie films and probably some like US TV show you've never heard of. That's my bet. Um, uh, yeah, some shows, some weird is he things. Writing I've heard on of. shit. He was in that Molly's game, which was not really his role. Did you ever see that about the poker? The woman who was running like an illegal poke thing. It was a whole movie. Certainly didn't see it. It was a true story, but the story was actually a lot better than the film was. It was like, whoa, that's a cool story, but mm. that movie was a bit boring. Yeah. No, no it didn't. Um, Anything else yeah. from Michael Sarah, Dave? Well, I mean, the, instead of promoting all, Molly's like, game. Yeah. I mean, Arrested Development, he was in that for ages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just did a rerun of that. Arrested Development? Yeah. Yeah, he was Michael Bluth, Bluth or whatever. Yeah. George Michael, Michael Bluth. George Michael. George Michael Bluth. Um, yeah, not a whole lot lately. Is that you on his IMDb? Yeah. 
Wow. He was in Sausage Party. Yeah. 20, okay, that, that was 2016, bro. Yeah, that's, that's old, bro. Yeah, that's, that's old. also a cartoon. It like, he's not really in it. He's voice actor. Yeah, but that's fine. Yeah. But I just mean, like, Michael Sarah was the it boy of awkward fucking comedies and mm-hmm. hilarious. But when I think, were those? When was, like, fucking Superbad and shit? Dude, they were, like, 2006, was Super, 7. Superbad was 2007. Yeah, and dude, when I was in year 12. Yeah, yeah year, year 1, 2009. Um... What else? He was in um, what's that comic book one? Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Didn't watch it. That was like his breaking one. I don't know when that was, but yeah, mid to late two thousands. I feel like that was the time. It's twenty twenty the... now. It's like, bro, you've been, dude. You're mm. like forty now, dude. You can't play the awkward teen. You can play like an awkward thirty year old, and those mm. people are just creeps. Yeah, uh, there's not a whole lot of room for them. I don't remember this whether this was that good or not, but I remember when I uh, broke my knee playing rugby union, uh, and I was in hospital for like fucking. A month and i just happened across this youtube show from michael sarah and obviously his mate and it was called clark and michael i think and i remember at the time finding that fucking hilarious but you used to watch how i met your mother and loved it yeah but that's a completely I, different yeah, thing but I how i met like your mother was into that for a bit, i was like, thinking about that the other day and listen i mean when i was watching it dave was probably like eight so i do realize that that doesn't make me look great and it's fine for you to like it at eight dave because we all liked the nanny and shit you know what i mean but like I did like it. I you did like it. it. I did like it. I'm not. I was thinking about this. Funnily enough, the other day, I was I'm like, just, well, "I'm just." No, but I was thinking about how many mother. Party a lot. Well, when I moved down to Bathurst and I used to rip vegan dukes yeah, into the that nation, fan out the window, into a fan straight out the window, <laughs> straight out the window yeah. and watch. It was genius. Watch pirated DVDs from yeah. How I Met Your Mother. His room was like, "Don't sit on the bed." There's nothing wrong with a bed. What do you mean? There's nothing wrong with a bed. You don't. You don't. You know. You don't sit down. In there. Well, there just there was no reason to come into my room. It was like, oh, let's have pre-drinks. Let's go, go to someone you, else's you room. Don't, don't, don't fucking. <laughs> you guys are just not even looking at me now. <laughs> it wasn't a great room. No. Did I blow vegan bugs straight into the back of a fan and out the window? Yeah. Was that genius though? It was. That's I'm giving smart. you that. I gave you that. That was like MacGyver smart. I'm already giving you that. That's all I'm giving. But you know what though? There is something about like potheads. Where like that almost makes the situation scatter. Where it's like they've made some like crafty way where they can get high without getting fucking noticed. Well, like, yeah, but I still think like potheads can be the most like ingenuity of on the most engineeringly impressive people when it comes down to the pump. I've noticed. Yeah, this but from then everything else of- in their setup is depressing, right? Oh, so like yeah. my room with us like <laughs> Like he doesn't know how to wash his own underwear. Yeah. You know, well, but, but, but he's got again. his whole rig and kit sorted out so that it doesn't smell and so that it's perfect. Yeah. He knows quick question when we were on when blowing we were- it out, but it was like he was on like the grand level as well. Yeah, so it would like blow it go out, out <laughs> of so, someone's head. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. people walking past it like, oh electric nice. it's like a mouthful of bug. But did we have like a laundry at that yes. fucking? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you just didn't know. Well, I'd go home every weekend, so like I wasn't. But I just was like, did we? How did we wash clothes in the laundry? In the shared laundry. See that? That's where my that gets my spidey senses up. <laughs> I'm like, oh fuck, I don't want to use a shared laundry in a bloody what? Towers University, mate. The amount of fucking where well, you don't trust the water that's new that goes in there. Nah, it's just a you know. There's a couple of things, I think. I don't want to have to wait for it and have to go back and check on it and have someone come and knock off my bloody... Your undies. My undies. <laughs> I'd prefer to just, you know... Yeah, sure. Wait till I get oh, home. I risk item. I will admit. Yeah, yeah. Or just, Prize I'll, possession. Bring, yeah. up, bring up eight pairs. You don't even need to worry. You'll, you'll, you'll get through the week with eight pairs of undies if you're going home on a Friday. Mm. Something to think about. <laughs> Shout out to Michael Sarah and to How I Met Your Mother. Is it time for dribble? Yeah.
Yeah, the next starred one is Finicharios. Oh, okay. So I think what's coming up here could be a Christmas carol. Mm. Did we ask for Christmas carols? We did. I don't know how many we've got. I don't know how many you got. I think I think we have at least two. Mm. I've got at least two. Okay. <laughs> Fucking hell. Repent all ye turncoats, Nilso and Dior, Dave, repent. Burn your jerseys, may thy souls be saved. Great boy. He's got a great Dave Turncoat inspired Christmas Carol there from Finichario. Loved it. He got the Randwick thing wrong, yeah. but that was all right. I well, can overlook Where's he it. from? Bondi. Oh, that's right, of course. Well, I was born in Randwick. Ah, uh, it's true. Oh, that's what I said on the podcast. Yeah, okay. I can't. Well, then you're back in. Now you're back in, Finny. Yeah. That's going to be hard to beat. That is going to be hard to beat. Now. Great voice, electric guitar. Really liked it. Good day, Tom, Eddie, Dior, Punters and Dribblers. Uh, first time, long time. Uh, just wanted to call in after watching the first episode of a series called Chasing the Sun. Basically follows the South African rugby team, lead up the World Cup, all that sort of jazz. Uh, see Khaleesi, first black captain, and just the best fucking TV I've ever fucking watched, honestly. Um, but yeah, give it a crack if you haven't already. And it uh, got me thinking, best sports docos you boys have watched. Um, but yeah, definitely give Chasing the Sun a crack. Uh, unbelievable, truly unbelievable. But uh, be good and be soon. I will give it a crack. I will. That sounds fucking amazing. Yeah, that does sound good. Great sports doggers. Obviously, the test. Yeah, bloody the, was the, unbelievable. Michael Jordan one. Yeah, the Michael Jordan one. Uh, all or nothing. The All Blacks have got one, which is sick. Man City's got one, which is sick. I haven't they're seen great. it, but the they're one on, they're all the, on, they're the, all on Amazon Prime. The um the one. I don't know if it was Senna that was good or the one that was recently about Live to Drive or Drive to Live or some shit that was apparently really good on Netflix. Drive to Survive. Drive to Survive. Yeah. There's one as well. I think it's called... It's I- good. There's, it's called Icarus, the cycling one. That's good. That's, that's a good one. Yeah, that's, that's about great. Lance Armstrong and doping. But it's... Yeah, but the story of it's just sick. Yeah, no, it's crazy. It, yeah. It's not... Yeah, you're right. It's actually misleading to say it's about Lance Armstrong and doping. This guy tries to dope himself and yeah, then uncovers this huge fucking it's not really about Lance Armstrong at all but it's like well, it's that's about Russian doping it. yeah yeah. Um, Tyson is good yeah it's unbelievable uh, there's a couple 30 for 30s that are really good 30 for 30s are great they're almost what, like four days I think four days in October which is about when the Yankees come back or rather the Red Sox come back from 3-0 
against the Yankees to to get the W. It's mm. fucking biblical. I think I again uh, this is one that I didn't finish because I'm a piece of shit. Like I haven't finished Breaking Bad, which is bad enough. But uh, the the OJ one was was awesome. Yeah, I was really good. enjoyed the OJ thirty for thirty before I just stopped watching it. Um, There's another one. It's not a thirty for thirty, but the one about Aaron Hernandez, which I think is on Netflix. That's good. That is good. Really, a bit That's, red hot, but it's, dude, it's, it's super really red hot because Aaron yeah. Hernandez is a f- was a f- goddamn psycho. Mm. Um, yeah, there's there's a bunch, dude, and there are heaps on Ko, and that's not us being, you know, Ko ads. They're actually Ko's got some sick docos, and they got a lot of thirty for thirties on there. Got well. heaps on yeah. there, yeah, they do, yeah. But shout out to Ko, nonetheless. Shout out to Ko. Subscribe. But I look, that'll keep you busy over the festive season. The ones we've just named. If you get through them, you're doing well. Hello, Tom, Eddie, it's Big Cheese here. I hope you're keeping well. It's the 21st of December. It's time to lick Dior to hell. I'll be on my best behaviour. Just get him off the show by July. Come on, one year's enough. And don't you give him gifts on Christmas Day. Oh, please, just make Dave cry for me. Brothers are driving down from Queensland Or they're flying in on the turncoats They say it's gonna be 100 degrees or even more maybe But would that stop Dave from turning his coat? Nah, no way And who's Dave gonna go for now? I bet he won't stay the same He'll pick Queensland and New South Wales and Queensland one more time And he doesn't even show remorse even though he's a massive wank, so fuck you, David. <laughs> Are you from Bondi? Or from South Africa? I need to know, don't lie. And I love St. Peter. I've been thinking of him early Christmas morning when I call the dribbler hotline. <laughs> Jeez. <There's> a... <laughs> I hear David's got a new team now. I wish I could hold a note. Do you remember his last team? What was what was their name again? Oh yeah. Just a little too much maroon. <laughs> ah, but David, you know I'm gonna miss you, David. There's no one else here except Kendrick that I wanna fight. <laughs> so fuck you, David. <laughs> Are you from Bondi? Or from South Africa? I need to know, don't lie. And I love some Peter. I've been thinking of him early Christmas morning when I call the dribbler hotline. Uh, Fuck you, Dave. <laughs> that was great. That was good. And it is, in fact, the 21st of December today. Yeah, he's timed yeah, that well. Right? Right? Fucking yeah. well, he knows. Yeah, obviously. Uh, that was that was pretty goddamn impressive. That was funny. That was funny. Just And, you know, just the, like, out of nowhere, just like, and I love St. Peter. <laughs> And I think of him always. It's a Christmas morning. Uh, very good. Let's keep dribbling and we'll... Uh, I mean, we've got to decide on who gets a baggy green here. Yeah, we do. Who's going to get the baggy now? Well, uh, look, if we don't get any before the end of the show, rules are rules, the baggy it's, will be handed out. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've got someone in mind. Mm. 
but we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Let's press on. Hold on. Boys, it's the uh, DPD here, aka the dot point dribbler. Yeah. Uh, I'm assuming you could hear the uh, track in the background, uh, the festivities. Hope you guys have a uh, great Christmas. The one question I wanted to ask you guys is, um, I know you guys are thinking about doing a um, cookbook this year. Picture you guys are back in year five. What, what was your recess order? I know you guys maybe put $3 or whatever on the um, brain paper take a bag and someone would carry it down and give you a chain. So my go-to would be the, uh, maybe like an oak or like a chocolate milk with a TNT or whatever and get a meat pie with a sweet and sour sauce. So I'd love to hear what you guys are saying. Again, it's the... Um, sweet and sour sweet and sour sauce. Uh, pie. Shout out mm. to Danny Exotic. That's fucking... You that's fucking nerd. crack. You live on me street, but would always been in the Sweet footy. and so, yeah, sour boys, sauce. Go to the Roosters, fuck South Sydney. Fuck um, you, dude. Yeah, can't wait to hear from you boys. Have a good night. Sweet and sour sauce on a meat pie. That's a clash of cultures. I don't. I've. I don't. I could, that had me shook. I didn't even listen to the rest. No, of No, neither. Why? I switched off as soon as I heard that. Like, sweet and sour sauce is for chicken nuggets. Yeah, mm. or or for or uh, chicken for, tenders, for, or for like dim sims. Yeah, like chicken tenders. I'm almost going to tell you to woo up there as well. It's a bit no, but like if you get chicken tenders, sweet and sour sauce from KFC, right? You get you get nuggets. You've got tenders. You can, you can use it all, right? Sure. But sweet and like, sour sauce a big day on chicken from McDonald's and KFC though even I think. What do you have sweet and sour sauce with? Like sort of Asiany dishes. Yeah, but also with Macca's chicken nuggets. Dude, well, so no Macca's lost... chicken nuggets. I have mustard, sweet mustard. Yeah, so do, yeah, well, I have mustard as well. But sweet and sour sauce, like ninety percent of people would have that with nuggets. Ninety percent of people. The sauce you're talking about. For spring rolls yeah. and shit, I don't even know if that's sweet and sour. That's like, no, well, there's sweet chili, but sweet and sour is like a marinade that they do stir fry kind of dishes in. Yeah, you can get like a sweet and sour pork from Chinese. Place. Yes, yeah. This it is the sweet and sour sauce they've got with the with the with the spring rolls, though, isn't it? Yeah, that's what I'm mm. thinking. I always just I'm like get the spring roll sauce. Yeah, get, yeah. Well, that's the sweet and sour just, sauce. Yeah, you, you trust them with the sauce order. Like, yeah, 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 but they that's don't fuck right. it up. Yeah. I don't trust this bloke. No, who has. A sweet and sour sauce with his pie. No, you get shot for things like that. It's tomato sauce or it's nothing. And a tip for young players, if you've got a squeezy sauce, flip your pie on the side and then bang, smash it where you're going to eat. And then you get sauce the whole time. You just keep putting it on. You apply it to every mouthful that you have. Well, yeah, you should. Because if you put it on the top, you're going to miss bits. Mm. It gets. It's hard for it to get from the crust down to the meat. I've got sauce on meat on the core. Yeah, with every bite. Yeah, with every goddamn bite. Yeah. Look, I don't mind that approach. I probably subscribe more to the sauce on top, and then you smear it around. That's what I'd I'd subscribe to, but I'm also like, I think you got to be you got to be flexible. It's to change your life. Mm. You got to be flexible. It's change your life. in the pie game. Well, but I think not it, to the point of sweet and sour sauce. Mm. I think it depends also if you're if you're a lateral eater or if you're a more like vertical horizontal eater. Because if you're eating it like kind of face side up, that's true. Then the sauce is dripping down onto your hand. But if you're a flat eater, then the sauce can kind of stay. Consistent. And that's where I am with Dave. I'm I'm more of a flat earth type mm. pie eater. Yeah, whereas I'm 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 at an angle. You're a vertical limit. Vibe. That's how I get it done. Th- so well, that's quick. the only way you can, right? It's, it's how I get it pounded so quick. You yeah. know what I mean? Now, and to answer your question, obviously I've got a, ch- a chocky milk in there. A move, yeah, of course. Like not the big ones. No, like the, the small the dollar ones. Dollar. 150 mil moves. Well, they're probably like 80. Mil? They're probably like 80 cents back then, right? I used to get like mate. chicken wings and shit in there. Ooh. 
beautiful stuff. Well, I've got, I'm just going, I had like hot pockets. And we'd shit. get yeah, hot yeah, hot pockets, pizza pockets. Yeah, pizza pockets. So good. Uh, used to get like these little chocolate mousses in there as well, which were really nice. Akin to your sort of yogo vibe, but more mousse vibe, more whipped. Uh, yeah, not a yogo, more more whipped, more like more more sort of structurally sound. Than yeah, a yeah. Or but sometimes it was more like a chocolate ice cream sort of, but in a little thing. Okay, because like, again, my memory sort of my memory sort of failing. But me like a you bit. could flop a moose out of its container and it would hold its structure. Yeah, I know. I know a, it. A, a yogo would sort of spread out. Well, because it's yogurt. Yeah, yeah. Sort it's, of. It's it's, it's uh, more, more like liquid. custard. Yeah, yeah. You get chocolatey custard. Um, I'm just trying to remember what else was going on. We used to get on. these little lemon drops. They're like eucalyptus. Oh, drops. the eucalyptus, eucalyptus drops. drops. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I used dope. to like. They were alright, but I didn't get. You didn't get them in your recess bag. No, we did at my school. We got. Mm. We could. You could get your eucalyptus drops in the recess bag. Also, you used to just be able to get like. I feel like they were just mini pizzas, mini pizzas in a. This was also. I, I. I must also admit, this was a lunchtime thing. We didn't get this shit for recess. At, uh, no recess, school. you get like a finger bun. No, but like if you put money in your brown paper bag and you take it to the canteen in the morning, and then at lunchtime you're you're. Goodies, goodies arrive on your doorstep. That was a lunch thing, not a recess thing. Yeah, I think we had both. Of course, you did. Fucking rich cunt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had caviar for recess. <laughs> uh, uh, look, that's all I can do. Except for the bloody sour sauce on yeah, your pie, which again, you need to put sent to the Hague for that. <laughs> that's Hague stuff. That's Hague stuff. Man. Which is, uh, is that like, the Hague is war crimes or is it human? I think it's just crimes the against international humanity? court. Yeah. It's where war crimes are charged. But yeah, though. it is where, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's the, yeah, it's the national, it's the international court, but that's where there they do the war crimes yeah, and the, that's what we yeah, want. stuff like that. Get to the Hague, bro. Yeah. Let's move on. You get a Tom and Eddie turncoat, P's and D's. It's uh, Digby Dribbler here. Um, I've just got a song. We might be able to sing it next year's Origin. Um, goes a little something like this. Glory, glory to Kurt K. Well, glory, glory to Kurt K. Well, glory, glory to Kurt K. Well, Kurt Capewell sticks it in. Be soon, boys. The guy won't be singing it. No, I won't be. <laughs> I know what you're going for. I Look, I see what you were trying to... There was a joke there about Kurt Capewell. I'm not going to sing it, mostly because I'm not a Queenslander. I'm also happy to now, like, we've purged ourselves of what happened to Kurt, I feel, and now it's like, move on. I'm not going to be bringing it up. I Look, the glory hole is now a part of my life. Rightly or wrongly, Kurt's brought it back in vogue, right? As we said, the glory hole itself has made a comeback. <laughs> Mate, the glory hole's in vogue. The glory hole's in vogue now, but I'm just going to be talking about the glory hole now, not so much Kurt. Yeah, Kurt brought the glory hole back. We know that. But I'm going to... I think Kurt's probably had enough glory hole for a lifetime. And then some. Yeah. And then some. Shout out to Glory Holes, because they have made a comeback. Yeah. I think that's probably what this is about. Yeah. It's about the renaissance of Glory Holes and, and how a once forgotten... Sort and of, sort of like and sort of like maligned... Yeah, maligned. 
and 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 wrongly. Yeah, wrongly maligned Hull because they're a lot of fun if done correctly. Yeah. Let's move on. Let's move on. You on the road or something? Uh, it's like uh, underneath uh, the car, a hot air balloon. Nah, nah, you're out. Nah. Can't hear a fucking word. Yeah, I don't I'm, want to have to try. Nah. I don't want to have to strain. Close my eyes and like stick my ear up to. I don't know. I'm, nah. I'm already wearing headphones. I don't know what would work. No, sorry, mate. That was that wasn't up to scratch. No, that wasn't five G. Wasn't four G, mate. No, wasn't three G. No, that was that was fucking zero G. Thirty-three ten shit. Hey, g'day, Tom Eddie, punters, dribblers. It's the Bales here on calling Eddie's Mrs. Hot Fame. <laughs> um, firstly, Eddie, I just want to take a bit of credit for the proposal, mate. It's a bit conspicuous that you proposed the week after I called in and said you were punching. So you're welcome. I must have made you realise that you got a good, good thing going there, so congrats. Thanks, mate. Um, I actually bought the ring after if, I heard um, it. <laughs> if... <laughs> No, if, if if your old girl's looking to come down to the gong for a beer, tell the HMU. Um, anyway, I got a bit of a yarn for the lads. We we had our um, secret Santa today, and you wouldn't believe it. Two of the boys. Right, so Jack, we got Jack, we got Riley, we got Max. Jack had Max for secret Tina, and he bought him. Uh, original Punters Dribblers black corduroy hat. Good decision. And a Cameron Smith autobiography. Great Riley decision. had Jack, and you fucking wouldn't believe it. He bought him a black original Punters Dribblers <laughs> black corduroy hat and a Cameron Smith autobiography. <laughs> Two like different presents to different people, same present. That is dribbly as Crazy. Well. That's all. Um, Merry Christmas to everyone out there. Um, be soon. <laughs> Fuck you, Marlon. <laughs> that is that is genius. That's hilarious. These guys have great taste. They, they do. Don't they? Look, that's so dribbly. That's so dribbly, dude. That's as dribbly. That's as That's a gets. dribble pack. Yeah, that is the dribbler's care package. The Secret Santa, Cam Smith book, and a P's and D's black cord hat. Well, good on both of you. Great decisions all around. G'day boys, it's bloody Jack out here, bloody. Went out in Wollongong, just come up from Galgong near Mudgee. Just went, gone, uh, went to the Yerrawar Hotel and got on the piss with Big Dell. Fucking Jesus, that was a better mission there. Had a few beers, as you can tell, it's uh, one fifty-three in the morning. It's a can fucking late night for a Sunday night, a Sunday night. But, uh, but yeah, fucking, it was interesting uh, running the Big Dell. He's fucking arcing, like, to be honest, like we're gonna be cousin. He, he, he's uh, he's captain of the doggies, Josh Jackson. And I was nice to say this motherfucker was like, like Wendell Saylor. She's like some sailor, you know, photos and whatnot. Jesus Christ, I've had a few fucking beers. <laughs> but um, you know, it was, it was an interesting night. You know, I met a few good blokes and whatnot, but uh. Wendell, he's had a few. And I imagine this guy like on sitting on the toilet at home, shit-faced, with his shirt off, yeah. calling us. Yeah, he's built like yeah, sitting no, on the edge of the bed. Like, Wendell, fuck, I've got to tell someone about this night. Too bad of a bloke. I can tell why he snapped uh, Ben Ross's 
<laughs> Sorry, boys. If I can, this is this is up me. Uh, I can tell why I've been talking to snapped in fucking two like our Indians fucking Indians buddy batting lineup today or oh, yesterday. Sorry, fucking Sunday. I'm I'm a day behind, but um, no, nah, yeah, should be right. I know you guys are sick of uh, drunk and blokes ringing up, but <laughs> fuck it, it's Sunday. I have to work till Tuesday. Be soon. Jack out, out. <laughs> yellow boy. <laughs> said it's Sunday like seven times. You know what? As far as drunken rambles go, that'll make the cut. That was hilarious. That will still probably make the cut. All right, so that was a 1.54am. He's come back at 2.07am <laughs> with a dribble that's like almost double the length. Let's give him a chance. Let's give him a chance. We might have to cut him off. Yeah, g'day, boys. G'day, punters and dribblers. My missus is trying to hang up on me. Don't fucking do it. Oh, Say g'day to the P's and D's. No. Say g'day to the P's and D's. No. It's Jack out we It's up in Wollongong. Um, sort of big shout out to uh, Big Dog Rack and Red. Oh no, this is going to be a uh, shout out. We're going to be down in Wollongong. Me and Mrs. have been talking about it all night. It's fucking 2 o'clock in the morning on Sunday night. We've been talking about going to the University of Wollongong. And, uh, you know, well, I'm not talking about, you know, putting the bin in the you know, liquid nails and. <laughs> Liquid nails and a few fucking uh, diner bolts into the feet of the holy god of St. Peter Valandi, the big dog himself. I was talking about the Wendell himself tonight. And he was like, yep, no, it sounds good to me. I'll help you out. So, Danny and the boys, mate. Look, honestly, look, I'm a qualified cabinet maker. Five years in the business. I am a nurse works business. I've got... No, 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 no. Talking nothing but truth. <laughs> Got my own concrete business. Down back in Mudgy Town, you know, the Mudgy Dragon. Oh, fuck the Mudgy Dragon. It's all about golden, golden terriers. That's all it is. But um, me and Snow, we, you know, we're thinking about... Uh, look, we're, we're, we've got the tools here. We'll get the impact driver, yeah, baby? Yes. Yeah, we've got the impact driver. We've got the impact driver. We've got the... What about... We've got that. We've got... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hammer drill? Yeah, yeah, yeah. sweet. All right, we've got the hammer drill. We've got liquid nails in the back? Yeah. Yeah, we've got the liquid nails in the back. We're all sweet. Look... All in is the plaque. We're already down at Wollongong. We're literally what? How far is the is how far is the university from you? 1.5k. Was it? 1.5k. 1.5k from the university, from our house. So look, oh mate, I've got the fucking tools of the house. I'm sweet to go. I'm talking. I'll do it. Thanks you, to lady. Oh yeah. Alright, well, what's your Instagram? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Chanel's Instagram is what's your Instagram? You know. Uh, I, I, uh, it's Chanel Atkinson. A, a Chanel, spelt like C H A N L. C H A N E L L E A D T. Not 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 K I N S. O-N. Hit her up. She's in Wollongong. And uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna fucking uh, we're gonna we're gonna kick the fence down to this motherfucking Wollongong University and slap the fucking Saint Toledo, right? Saint Peter fucking Valandis, uh the logo on the fucking motherfucking bench of uh, the University of Wollongong because that's that's, that's what we deserve. We've had too many drinks. 
the the boys don't deserve. Look, I, 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 I'm gonna I'm gonna be fucking I'm gonna be fucking dead set serious. Um, I've had a few too many fucking drinks with Wendell, and I uh, so I'm dribbling right. a little bit too much. I'm a bit more of a dribbler than a punter. Oh, fuck you. Uh, sorry about that, boys. Double dribble. We're on your missus's uh, um, Instagram right now. But bro. yeah, Danny Exotic, Rack of Red, fucking soon. Definitely. 1.5k. Okay. Jacko. Jacko. Jacko's punching. And, uh, it's funny out. to put a face Jacko. to the dribble, though. Or, it is. AKA Matthew Jackson from Golgong, New South Wales. <laughs> well, yeah, at least I'll know to come I've looking for. Tools in the shed. Have I got the tools in the shed, Snell? Yeah, you do. i got the fucking tools in the shed. So, hit me up. Let me know when you're going to do it, and I'll uh, I'll be down there. I've got fucking... Oi, what have I got? I've got from me fucking concrete and shit. I've got fucking roadwork signs. I've got high steers. I've got fucking 7.5 excavator fucking... I've got a I've got a T590 fucking Bobcat. I've got a fucking six-ton Isuzu FR500 tipper. Mate, I've got, I've got all sorts of shit. Two o'clock in the morning. I'm obviously talking shit, but obviously, wait. It is, I'm, I'm, I'm dedicated. I'm dedicated. Be soon, boys. Love it a long time. Yeah. Big Dell soon. <laughs> so, Dude, should we just follow him off the Hello Sport account just out of the no- out of nowhere? Fuck me, dead. That was. Utter dribble. That was one of the great But it games. sounds to me like we've got a man who's prepared to go the big lift for the podcast. He's got all the gear. He's got all the gear. I mean, if this is a Bobcat job, I don't know if it is. I don't know if a Bobcat's necessary. But if it is, he's got we, one. He's got one. Or an Isuzu six-ton fucking Dynabolt something. Yeah. Oh, he's got the impact drill. He's got the he's got the liquid nails. He's got the Dynabolts. He's got the Bobcat. He's got the know-how. He's got the job. He's got the commitment. And he's in the proximity, one and a half Ks. He ticks all the right boxes. Mm. Look, we're getting we're getting some people starting to line up, and we've got another plug. And take made. control of this. We have got another plug made. We've got another plug made, and this one's actually taking it to another level. This I think is on like, this is like into like legit metal. It's also got a picture of fucking PVL there. It's nice. It's nice and commemorates his actual time at university as well. The years he was there, which might help us. To make it seem... To seek it more legit. More legit. Uh, but we're waiting for that one to arrive in the mail, I think, and then we will be making next steps to get that irreversibly put onto a fucking... That, the famous chair at Wollongong University. Mm. It'll be going back up. It's going back up. Um, now, that reminds me, actually, the Jelly Shot kid, who is obviously famous for Plaque Je- 1.0... Mm. And jelly shots. And jelly shots. Sent us a really classy Christmas gift this Christmas. Now, you, you know, most of the P's and D's don't. You could probably do better in terms of just sending us gifts for no reason, right? Uh, But the jelly shot. You could always do better. Jelly shot kid reached out with a lovely Christmas card. I did have it, but I've left all my shit at home because obviously I've had a stressful day, uh, re Spider House. Um, But. Really classy card. He drew the logo onto the Hello Sport logo onto the envelope, uh, and then within it, he basically had all the ingredients for us to make jelly shots. So he had a twenty dollars gift voucher to BWS, and then a packet of Aeroplane jelly, and it was sort of just like you know, thanks for, thanks for everything, like you know, this is 
the relationship we have with the punter and the dribbler goes obviously beyond just podcasting, right? Like, there's a deeper connection there. <laughs> and Jelly Shot Kid, JSK, obviously acknowledges that and sent through the ingredients for Jelly Shot. So shout out to him. Look, you know, are we going to make Jelly Shots on Boxing Day? There's a good chance there's we will. Every ch- we should definitely do that. We will. That's, we should definitely do that. Uh, and also, while I'm in the business of thanking people uh, for shit that's been sent. Now, they didn't send anything to you, Eddie, which is a real slap to the face. But I think it's from Kappa7. Now, obviously, everyone heard the embarrassing yarn about the fact that I've been swimming in board shorts uh, because, obviously, I'm now a pool guy. But got sent through. Now, I don't know if Cap7 is his name, Eddie, or if there's any branding in here that I can speak to. Yeah, it is. Cap7, obviously a brand of swim trunks. Got myself some beautiful, I think Spanish? They say turbo on them. They do, turbo and ESP. But turbo, obviously, I'm turbo, Tommy turbo, Tommy Burns, Tommy turbo, you know what I mean? And I swim fast. And then also some, where are the goggles, bros? The goggles were Falling sick. under here somewhere. Oh, they're on the floor. There we go. Got myself top of the line KP7, uh, K7 turbo goggles. I may as well try them on, eh? Fuck, how do you open this? Oh, there we go. You're not going to try the budgies on now? Oh, look, I feel like that's probably... I've got to save that for the pool. That's probably a big day to do in front of everyone here. Oh, shit. These are, these are far more legit than my goggles that I have. These are like... They're streamlined. Well, these... They're yeah, racing goggles. These are racing goggles. These are like going to shave off at least a couple of seconds, you'd think, wouldn't you? Off my lap times. And the rest. Oh my god. Dude, these feel fast, bro. <laughs> Dude, are these like polarized lenses? They look like it from the outside. Dude, they feel polarized. Like I can stare directly into the light. How do your eyes feel back there? I mean, look, they're under a bit of pressure, but I think I probably need to be in the water for that not to be a problem, right? Because right now I'm like above water and this is just sort of... And maybe I've pulled them too tight. You look fast, right. though. Dude, I feel fast as fuck. It looks like you're going to get, you know, bleeding though behind the eyes. They look so tight. I've pulled them too tight. I've definitely pulled them too tight. But coupled with this, I mean, how aren't I going to be the quickest guy in the pool whenever this COVID shit settles down and I decide to swim again? Shout out to SP and Turbo. Shout out to, shout out to Turbo. Shout out to ESP. Shout out to Cap7. Go get yourself some, uh, some, some swim trunks and some goggles. If you want. If you want. <laughs> Uh, I might take them off though now and we get back to the dribbles. Yeah, I think my so. eyes are fucking yeah, bleeding. Good idea. But not because of the goggles, because I pulled them too tight. That'd be a nice idea. Who's on now? Hey, boys. Uh, big Tasty here, Simon Mint. Hey, um, Big Tasty. Not going to lie. There's um, playing Iraq and no red. Um, I've only just been aware of um, who Prince Dribbler is, and that's all good. Um, just want to say shout out to all the Tasty Boys who's doing it tough and doing it hard and doing it slow and slow. Um, yep. I just want to bring, bring the, bring the carrot. I want to bring the boys all together. And, um, and a quick little shout out to the stoic dribbler. <laughs> and, and like- Cut it. Man, this is nice though to have Big Tasty and the Tasty Boys come back for the final well, podcast time. of the year. Family comes together at Christmas. Yeah. Put their, their differences aside and everyone just gets back together and sort of gets back to what got them to the dance. And that was just dribble and yarn, good natured dribble and yarn. 
So I'm really excited that, mm. that he's back. Is he, and he's double dribbled? He, yeah, but I don't know if the second one's much of a dribble. Let's see. Let's just hear. Give him the chance. Uh, 512 Buzz. Wait, Big Tasty, can you let me up? I'm blocked outside. It's GL here. Guavalava. Guavalava's clearly downstairs at Tasty's place and can't get let in. They seem to use the same phone, though, for these dribbles, which is funny. I don't know what's going on there, but shout out to them. How does that happen? I'm confused by that. Well, that was just them dribbling. Yeah. That was two guys sitting in the backyard dribbling together. (laughs) That's what they came up with. That's what they came up with. And I expect nothing less. It's almost class, you know what I mean? Cream rises to the top. Cream rises to the top. It's good to hear their voice. I've yeah. been worried about Big Tasty for a long time. I mean, we didn't hear from him after the... the, the... I think we did once. No, no, no. As in we did, but not for a long time after the whole saga. And then we put out the Tasty special, like or Big Tasty's Big Dribble or whatever it was, um, which was obviously one of the famous, more famous parts of the year. Critically acclaimed. Critically acclaimed podcast. Downloaded far too many times if you look at the numbers. Uh, but yeah, good to see him back. Last one. Although this might be something completely else. So I was going to ask the Derek, the Derek Bond cleaners, um, give us a call back when you can. 0479 664 445. Right, thanks, mate. Huh? Wrong number. Just go again. So I was going to ask the Derek, the Derek Bond cleaners, um, give us a call back when you can. 0479. There's no way that you hear us and think right, that we're Bond mate. cleaners. So this is just another dribble. What time was it sent? Uh, 5.16 a.m. Oh, yeah. uh, today. Yeah. We so. can, should we try call the number back and see what happens? Sure. Off your phone, Dave. Okay. Who's talking now? I'm not talking. Well, just call and we'll just, we'll just see what happens here. He might... Look, if that was his dribble, I'm pretty confident the number he's given is something weird. Your call couldn't be connected. Please check the number. Okay. There well, you go. Try. Yeah, well we that makes sense. Yeah, that does make sense. <laughs> what a weird way to end the week. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't Merry that Christmas. Merry Christmas, everyone. I think next week we might be doing a best of uh, podcast because we'll be working. Yep. Um, and... I think that we always like to finish the year with the best of. Uh, I think so. Highlights of the great moments of the year. And again, we'll be in the middle of a test, so it's not really like you want to be able to have some finality to it. But um, with that in mind, I guess it kind of is us signing off for the year. I think so. It's been, been a great a, year. It's been a great year. It's been a hell of a year. As we said, it was the year of the punter and the dribbler. And it was. And it was. And it was. It couldn't have been any more the year of the punter and the dribbler. It was... More than I could ever have expected the year of the punter and the dribbler. We changed We changed Dave's life. We did. Dave's now cool. Dave's now like a cool, famous <laughs> podcaster. He gets recognized at under seven Jewish football training. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, he can pick up women. And he can pick up women. Yep. He's got his own podcast. We figured out he was a turncoat. Yeah. I mean, he, it was all he, nice. Ian Chappell knows who I am Ian now. Chappell's yeah. Ian Chappell's a friend. Mm. Did you think at the start of the year that you'd have people writing songs about you being a turncoat? There's no way you could have. I could not have predicted that in my wildest dreams. It's it's truly been a great year. There you go. We help people. We help people. The you and I. The punters and dribblers hats. The punters well, received to we, critical. I mean that if that's not part of the year of the punter and the dribbler, what is? What is punter and dribblers? Hat. Well, the punter and dribbler page started, Eddie. It did. The page for the punter and the dribbler started. Shout out to the guy that thinks he gave us that idea, which he kind of did. Uh, you you probably deserve something, but you won't get anything except for just you know a bit of clout. You can bit of praise here and there. Bit of praise um, here and there. We had bloody G Lo. 
Remember G-Lo on the G-Lo, P's and D's yeah. page? That guy who was like a troll and then he got outed? Yeah. Was that Tate Bailey of The Last Dribble fame who actually outed him? I think it was. <laughs> he's, a, he's a member of the 11, but he fa- he went on a deep dive to find out who G-Lo was because G-Lo was just a prick on the P's and D's page. Sometimes funny, mostly a prick. I think we found out that he was a dude called Gary Lowe who has like an indoor cricket podcast. That's what exactly. A big Shout night out, out with, to Gary. Big night out with Gary Lowe. Yeah. Gary just talks about his own figures yeah. for fucking 12 hours. Yeah. Um, Look, it's been a hell of a year. I can't remember what else happened. Big Tasty. Big Tasty. He was uncovered. The Kelly sleep Slater. dribbler. Kelly sleep Slater. dribbler. Well, we've seen the birth of the legend that is St. Peter Volandis. St. Peter Volandis was born. He wasn't a thing before this year started. Well, he was sainted this year. He exactly. Was, yeah. we, we landed on the moon this year. Mm. We did. We got Kurtley Beale on after a long, arduous journey. Was that this year? Or yeah, that was, that was in February this year. Really? Yeah. Hell of a year. Hell of a year. Come out of bushfires straight into a pandemic. Couldn't have planned it better. We haven't missed a week. Haven't missed a week. You got engaged. I had a kid. Dave's an adult. Big year. Big year. And I mean, and now, you know, KO's paying us to watch cricket. Yeah. Yeah. It's been great. Now, we're here to tell you that after much discussion. We've been talking about it. We've been talking about it. 2021. Also, the year, year of the, the pun and the dribbler. dribbler. In fact, more so. It, it's absolutely. If you more think so. this was your year, Just next year's going to blow you the fuck away. Yeah, that's my promise to you. Yeah, there's things in the in the in the oven, really baking. Things are baking away. See, what are they happens. delicious chocolate cakes? Maybe. Okay, could they be. also might be something for the pun and the dribbler. Correct. Uh, just you know, the Chinese calendar has a different animal every year, but the the punter and dribbler calendar. It could be your year every year, basically. It could be. We know for sh- for sure that next year is. Yeah, oh, oh God, yeah. Oh, the year, the year after God, that is. Yeah. It's in a little bit of doubt. We sure. don't know. We're waiting to see because that's also the Ashes into twenty twenty one into twenty twenty two. So that sounds like it might be a year as well. <laughs> but we can't tell yet. We'll give that. We'll wait. Is Leave it, it with us. Is it the decade of the punter and the dribbler? It may well be. It could, it could be. be. But you don't really know until you review the decade that was. Yes, then you know then, for yeah. sure. But it is 2021 shaping up as the year of the punter and the dribbler. Yeah, in a big way. In a big way. Uh, I guess we need to thank the punter and the dribbler to yeah. some degree yeah, as so. well, you know, for their involvement. Thanks for going on the big lift this Thanks year. Thanks for going on the big lift. Thanks for all your dribbles. Have you made us rich? Well, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say that, you know, we're now in, you know, browsing golf streams on eBay because we are. Uh, but, you know, a lot of that's to do with you. Shout out to Dr. V. And bloke in a bar and manscaped. Proud sponsors. Proud sponsors. Toyota's done a Toyota, bit. Toyota's been great. KO. Um, Diamantina. And probably Finicherio is probably sweating on whether or not he got a baggy green. Finicherio, he's, uh, he's, he's created a lot of music for this podcast. You guess what, bro? You've got one. Merry Christmas. Well done. Well done, Finny. Well done, dog. He's done it. But I think that's us. That's us. Bye-bye. Merry Christmas. Could you two just not talk anymore?